Hey, listeners, I want to tell you about one of my favorite queer podcasts. My dad stole my limelight. In each episode, host Lauren Debra sits down with someone to delve into their coming out journey. Lauren never had the coming out she had her heart set on, the dramatic kind, as when she claimed she was ready to declare her sexuality, her dad came out first, stealing her limelight. Each week, Lauren and her guests discover more about their authentic selves and find themselves being more visibly, comfortably queer. Listen to My Dad Stole My Limelight for funny, heartwarming, and relatable conversations that normalize all the feelings and experiences around coming out. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts or on 604podnetwork.com. Oh, hey, Internet. Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Oh, hey, Internet. Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. This week, I am sitting down with somebody who is absolutely killing it in comedy. She's new to the Halifax scene, but has been doing shows all across the country from BC to Halifax. And she is one cool lady. I am going to be chatting with the very lovely Amanda Rose. She is currently living in our wonderful city of Halifax, and we are stoked to have her in the scene. She is an absolute hustler on so many shows all the time, super dedicated to stand-up comedy, and quite literally the opposite of what I am right now, which is not at all dedicated to stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy and I are on a little break. Um... But it's needed. It's needed for me currently right now. But that still doesn't mean that I don't love it. And the thing is, is I love seeing people who love it. And that is Amanda. Honestly, she loves comedy. She loves what she does. She's really, really good at it. She's just a year in. And so that is super promising. If you are seeing this on the day it comes out on Friday, the 31st of March, you can actually see Amanda at the East Coast Roast Battle at Darkside Comedy Club. And that is at 8 p.m. You can get tickets in advance. I highly recommend that because it does book up really quick. These are super fun shows. I'm going to be there. I can't wait to watch the whole show. Watching roast battles is one of my favorite things ever. And I really and I really can't wait to see Amanda up there. So some quick call to actions before we get to the episode because I've been forgetting to do any really. Um, Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you're listening and you enjoy it subscribe. And if you really, really dig the show, you can leave me an Apple podcast review. It really helps the show. It helps with, you know, visibility and charting. It's all for the algorithm, you know, the podcast algorithm. So if you haven't left me a review yet, I would super appreciate it. You can also follow Intoxicated on social media. That is Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and also TikTok at Intoxicated Podcast. And honestly, that is about it, you guys. Those are just some things you can do to help support the show. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. And please enjoy this great conversation with the very funny and talented Amanda Rose. Radio Wales. 
kind of my first podcast since doing doing comedy. I, I was briefly my foray into podcast world was I was on a Dungeons and Dragons podcast very briefly. Were you really? Yeah, I just met these guys that like play Dungeons and Dragons, and they think they needed a girl <laughs> just for like content. Do you know how to play it? So yeah, I like they just basically talk you through it though. If you have a dungeon master who like does it and you just like have a few things that you learn, you just kind of go along with it. And it's basically just like role play story telling and kind of like making decisions and right. stuff. So yeah, easier, was, than, easier than it appears maybe. Yeah, yeah. Dungeon yeah, yeah. master if you you have to be a dungeon master, you have to like know your shit and like plan things out, but realistically otherwise it's pretty easy. Right, right, right. But yeah, and then I did a little bit of volunteering with a radio station um oh. in Victoria. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you have a good voice. Oh, thank you. You do like voice for radio. Thank you. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> listen, like, I well, I tell comics all the time, like, if you have a good voice, and like, obviously, comics they use their voice all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, voiceover work is mm. an easy thing, I think, for for comics to do. Yeah, and like a remote thing too. Remote and like, there's always like, I work at a podcast production company, and like, we have podcasts that we do all the time mm-hmm. that like need voiceover. Well, hot damn. So I've done down. that before. So then if you're like, if you're like, here's my, you just have to figure out what your voice sounds like. So you mm-hmm. can, like, what qualities does your voice have? Yeah. Like. <laughs> what qualities does my voice have? I get bright. Bright. Okay. I get sunny. Lovely. Um, youthful. Ah. Oh, I'm a child. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm an imp. <laughs> yeah. I literally thought you were early 20s. That's what I that's what I try to roll with or all across every time I like met people and they're like, How old are you? And then I go, guess. Which is like the meanest thing. I think I it's heard something such a mean thing. I think I heard something the other day about like wi- women doing that. <laughs> they're like yes. women, whenever a woman says or wants you to guess how old they are, they're older than you think they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they're looking for a specific thing and you have you have to tread it carefully. Oh my god, that must be so stressful for people. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like girl to girl, it's maybe not so hard. Or yeah. maybe like girl to guy but but guy to girl like if a girl is asking a guy that's mm-hmm. hard yeah that's weird i don't know about those assumptions that would, that's really really scary really scary <laughs> all right well let's get into it everybody hello everyone welcome back to the intoxicated podcast i am bringing some female energy to the podcast finally Whoa. it's been it's been a while it's been a lot of recording with dudes, which I don't mind doing, but uh, I'm super stoked to have this guest here today. She's somewhat new to the Halifax comedy scene, but absolutely killing it. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm on a show. <laughs> Am I hosting a comedy show right now? Put your hands together <laughs> for Amanda Rose. <laughs> Amanda Rose, welcome. How are you guys doing tonight? How are you celebrating anything? <laughs> How we feeling? I feel like I open every set with how we doing. How you doing? Yeah. I need to get away from that. Oh, it's such a fucking, ugh, I hate it. I it's hate the worst because well, yeah, I have the exact same thought process as well just because like if everybody on the sh- on the show asks that and the you can tell the audience is like, right? It's like, just like move on. Just move on. Stop asking us how we are. Yeah. And we also, hear you be funny. it's also like one of those things that's like it's more of the host's job to be like checking right. in they're like how are we doing how are we doing well you know? that's kind of why i like hosting oh yeah for sure because as a podcaster it just becomes like little mini podcasts mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. people yeah <laughs> and to make sure they're happy yeah So like as a people pleaser i'm like i don't mind hosting mm-hmm. but i also am not the type of host to like do jokes a lot 
mm. while hosting. Well, that's fine. I remember somebody, I've only hosted a little bit, but I remember somebody giving me advice. They're like, you're just like, imagine you're hosting a party and you just want everybody to have a good time. And you just, these are all your friends yeah. that you've brought. And that's kind of basically it. it you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're setting the table for yeah. the, the comics. And you're also not supposed to be too funny. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to be, I, I feel like you're supposed to be likable. Yeah. But not too funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever hosted? Not here, but I uh, briefly in Kelowna when yeah, I was. Yeah, because yeah, I've only I've only been doing comedy for a year, so. Okay, well we got to get right into it because this <laughs> is uh, I feel like uh, you're kind of like a lightning in a bottle comedian in in a sense because yeah. so you're from BC, mm-hmm. uh, you Kelowna and Victoria area. Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. And Amanda is abnormally talented for being a year into comedy. <laughs> But continue. But, but even before I had met you, I had heard this from from like I think Matt Baker told me about you. I think he was the one who was like, "Heads up, she's coming." Mm-hmm. Uh, it was either Matt Baker or Otter, one yeah. of the, one of those two angels, those angel boys. Um, they were just like, "She's absolutely crushing for being so new." And like one thing specifically that Matt said about you was that you like took initiative as a new oh. comic in terms of like asking for gigs, asking for spots. Where is all of that? Co- okay, well, like, let's start at the beginning. How did comedy happen for you? First of all, because you're only a year in and yeah. you are 28. Yeah. Okay, so how did this come about? So I had moved back to Kelowna, which, my, which is my hometown from Victoria. And I'd moved back for a different job. And then I was living with my parents, classic, for like a while. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't really know if I have a passion in life, truly. Like, nothing right. was like getting me super stoked. And then... And then I think I had thought about it for like a year or two. I was like, stand-up comedy seems like the scariest thing I could like maybe do, you know? Yeah. It just seemed like, and then, and then like sh- a little while after I thought, I had that like crystal thought in my head, I was like, I should probably do it then. <laughs> oh, just If I, like, if I just have that as something like, I just, I don't want anything off limits in my life. So like, that was like mm-hmm. a, like a limit in my head. And I was like, I think I should do that then. And I think it over like a year or two, I had like written notes down of like what I thought was funny and oh. little things. So you had kind of written some jokes or you had ideas for jokes. I had ideas, which looking right. back were so bad. Oh, I go, back, I go back in those notes. Sometimes I'm like, Ugh. I really want to do a show where it's comics bringing up their first joke book yeah. and like yeah. going over yeah, your first cool. jokes that you've ever written. Yeah. Like the archeological comedic record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's, so it's so funny where they come from because at the time that you have them you're like this is the funniest yeah. shit ever yeah. and then like you know you get more experience and you look back and you're like oh my god these are awful yeah <laughs> which is like you know that's how you should be looking back at it your life most of the time <laughs> anyway right ex- exactly right yeah. but yeah, yeah and then I the weird thing is like I never I've watched like stand up a little bit before but I wasn't like a huge crazy yeah. comedy fan and I didn't go I had been to maybe one or two shows no beforehand. way yeah and so like I went to an open mic watched it once and then like the next week I signed up and I did like my first set was the worst thing ever. Like I didn't even have any I didn't have any clear crystal jokes and have any good structure. I was like, you just go up there and riff, you know, that's what I'll do. Right. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, the, like that's the- <laughs> what a lot of men do. Yeah. When they start comedy, I find so- you start like a man. I do have a masculine energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then I did one set. It was the worst. Nobody talked to me. It was like awful. And then I it was like December and I got COVID and. It was Christmas and it was like a month. And then I came back in January and then I went to one mic and somebody's like, are you going up tonight? And I was like, no, I like didn't even consider it. And this one comic, he's like, he he had seen me the last time. He's like, you should go up. You should do it. And then so I went up and I had like a few better jokes. And as soon as I got a laugh, I was like, "Okay, this is it. That's what we're doing. (laughs) You can't ever judge anything based on the first set. Mm Mm-mm. 
you just can't. And I and I actually mean that if it went bad and if it went really well, because mm-hmm. like it, it's just one of those things. It's it's. <laughs> It's going to hit you eventually that this thing is a hard thing to do. Yeah. And for some people, it's like on the first set. Yeah. For some people, like they have like they start strong and then they start feeling it like later on Mm -hmm. with the bombs. I just my thing is, is I love a I love seeing someone bomb who's never bombed Mm. because I can just feel the humbleness coming in. I just go, you're you need this. You need to feel like this is a hard thing. And they come back when they come back and tell you the audience sucks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what I've seen. Like when people bomb versus like the audience sucks and like everybody else kills. You're like, "Mm, okay. sometimes it's not. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes it really. And you're well, what you said just there about like how how did everyone else do on the show? Yeah. Because there are some what I call like hell shows that it's like even the best of the best aren't doing the best. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, okay, it's probably the crowd at that point yeah. you know if like if surefire people are not not hitting for whatever reason Definitely. so so the first set you said was not good did you how did you process <sighs> how did I process well literally even like the going up like this few days beforehand I was like I was like anxious I was thinking about it all the time yeah. I was like on the edge and then I think I literally blacked out like I didn't have a drop of alcohol but I like don't really remember it well at all. Like, it's like, I just completely, it's a blackout. How many people were there? Like a good amount. I'd say like the the open mic in Kelowna is like, usually there's a good crowd there for sure. Um, It's like a free show and it's, the guy does a good job of advertising it and stuff and it's been going for a long time. So, but um, yeah, quite a few people. I don't even, I I don't even remember much. All I remember it coming off of it, the guy who runs it told me, he's like, that's it. You did it. It's your first set. It's over. It's done. That's what he told me. And... (laughs) I love saying that to people yeah. because you're not yeah. saying good job. You crushed. Exactly. You're not saying like you're, you're just saying you did a hard thing Yeah, and yeah. you got through it. Mm-hmm. It's the, one of the best things you can say to a comic. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> you did it. Like it's just a fact. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a fact. You I, did it. And that's most of the time with comedy at the end of it, like the time and like putting in so much time and just doing set after set after set. It's like, you did it. You just, you've done it again. You've done it again. And there you go. That you should feel proud of that, you know? Ooh. Well, yeah. And, and, and so you, and then, so you did the second set mm-hmm. and then you just decided to stick with it from there. Yeah. I just, I just stuck with it. Cause there's like a weekly mic there. And then it was like, couple weeks in I did like a comedy contest that they do like a blood sport like they do in heats where it's like you have to like three comics go do like three minute sets and people vote from that and then oh my god that's terrifying Amanda (laughs) after a couple weeks into comedy (laughs) well it's like it's kind of like the it's like a bit of like an initiation do like to do like weekend shows then in that area oh I see yeah a little bit and it's it's like fun because it's like it's their short set, so it's like yeah. accessible for like comedian or like new comics to like do like yeah oh yeah you have one joke that works yeah that'll be th- three minutes <laughs> well it makes you choose the ones you you really want exactly yeah 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 so yeah and then yeah I just I just kept doing it I don't know it just like locked into the right time of my life of what I needed and like what I suddenly realized that I could do and like people gave me nice feedback and they laughed I was like I love yeah and then like it's it's always really nice when like that thing you want is also something you're good at yeah yeah (laughs) you know like like it turns out that you're actually good at it and Mm -hmm. you're like oh this worked out for me big time Mm -hmm. um okay and so i think we because i could just keep going and asking you questions yeah but i think we could just like start the assumption segment okay please yeah i think you've been wanting to jump in i want to (laughs) jump into assumptions (laughs) so but actually for context first you've been in halifax for how long technically i got here at the end of november 
and but then I left. So I would say like three months. Three months. Yeah. Oh my god! Only three months. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, first trimester. <laughs> ah, first trimester. Um, I could abort it all right now. It'd still be legal. <laughs> actually, I, I will wait for assumptions for Brian because Brian sent me an assumption. Oh, and I want him to be here for it. So I am actually going to first ask you. So okay. the thing that's fascinating about you hmm. is when you filled out the form, uh, and I had heard this about you through the grapevine too, hmm. that you traveled across Canada by yourself. <laughs> yeah. In your car. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> well, I wanted I wanted to move somewhere. I yeah. wanted to move somewhere. And I knew I wanted to move somewhere in Canada because I wanted to be able to do comedy and like keep working on that. And then when I was thinking of places to move, I was like, well, I want to, if I'm going to tr- drive even to like Toronto, I was like, that's pretty much like driving across Canada. I was like, I want to drive across Canada now, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And then I was like, okay, so at the end is Halifax. I may as well stop there and live there, you know? Oh. And then, and then, yeah, it just kind of became all these like little things. And I was like, oh, if I drive and if I take time to do it, I could like do shows along the way. Not really thinking in my head, like what kind of undertaking that actually was, <laughs> like mentally yeah. mostly. <laughs> and just like in my position of being so new, like, yeah, that's like, a bold move. <laughs> it was, yeah. And looking back, I'm like, I was insane. Cause people are like, so you're touring? I'm like, no, don't call it that. That's like the worst no, thing. To yeah. Say. That's not, it's not a tour. <laughs> yeah. What is that meme? It's yeah. Not, <laughs> open mics aren't a tour. Open mics <laughs> are not. And I, oh my God, I always find it so funny when people like list their dates. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I'll like, be at this open mic on this night. I'll be at this And they have friends that like actually want to s- go see them. And yeah. I'm like, I think yeah. I did that once in my yeah. entire like time doing stand up, putting dates all down. Yeah. For people. <laughs> I was like, I'll earn that one day. But yeah, so it was more just like it well, it was because I had traveled I'd gone to Alberta once in my first few months of doing comedy and then somebody asked, like, Oh, are you doing any shows there? And I was like, that didn't even pop in my head as a consideration that I yeah. could just go to a different city and do shows. And so then yeah. like then I was like, Okay, if I'm driving across the whole country, I was like, it'd be cool to see as many scenes as possible and just like yeah. meet people and stuff. So I ended up <laughs> when I after I did it, I was like, I realized that that my whole road trip was just like trying to get every person in Canada to like me. <laughs> I like, which I like. I was like, yeah, that's what comedians do anyways for the most part. That's so funny. But I was like, a, a people pleasing trip. Yeah, people pleasing trip. <laughs> the people pleasing tour. But the weird thing is like, I'm not a people pleaser. You're not? <laughs> not really. Not oh, like in my relationships necessarily. Oh, ooh, I want to dive into that. That's, <laughs> that's so fascinating. So not in relationship. Okay. Not so, really. so the, the the choice to drive across Canada did it have anything to do with like self exploration? Oh, totally. Because whenever I hear someone do this, I just go like, "You're having an eat, pray, love yeah. moment." Yeah, like you know where you're like throw caution to the wind or whatever, yeah. and just like go off on your own. Because yeah. it's like the on your own thing that would scare me the most. Oh I yeah, think sleep of all of it. Sleeping in my car, I was praying. I was praying. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely like self exploration and. I'm a pretty independent person just for the most part. And so mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, I want to do this mm-hmm. and I, it would be cool to do it with somebody else, but I am not the type of planner to do the logistics to like have anybody else involved most of the time in my life. So right. I'm just like, I'm going to I'm move here and I'm going to do this. And so I'm going to do it over this span of time. Yeah. And that's just what's going to happen. And yeah. whatever will happen in between will happen. And yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And how do you safely sleep in a car? 
I don't have that answer. I think I'm just lucky. Are there any I don't tips know. on like how you can? <laughs> I mean, I guess like you want to try. Like I got, I got some of those things to like block out your windows. Oh, yes. Okay. So, yeah. So yeah, you yeah, have yeah. that a little bit. I mean, definitely one thing I would, <laughs> one thing I didn't consider and it was like my first couple nights was I like, it was like super cold and I had a can of chili for, for dinner and I didn't crack the windows that night. I don't know if you're picking up my uh, what I'm wafting I, towards you. I, I'm, picking it, I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. Air ventilation is really great Not in a the, car. Oh, man. That was funny. But um, I don't know. Otherwise, it, I mean, there's just like a little bit of like just best guesstimating on where is going to be a good place to sleep. I did have there was a really cool app that I used um, called iOverlander that tells you like good car camping and like urban camping spots that like give you kind of reviews. Oh. So that was actually like one of the like best things I got from a friend of mine in Revelstoke who was like, this is great. It's like, it's kind of like a social media GPS kind of sharing thing. Oh, okay. Where it's like, it's like people like I, they put the GPS coordinates. They're like, we slept here. There was this place close by. Nobody came like there's police or whatever. Or That's Walmart. really good. Yeah. They're like, or like it says like, does it have Wi-Fi or does it have like this available toilets, blah, blah, blah. So it's like a really great app That's that was so very handy. helpful. And like, you can see it just like all across like everywhere just all these little dots of like good places to stop yeah. so that was cool I think Brian Otter's here Brian you here Ooh. shove that door open Ooh. holy shit okay so mm-hmm. blah traveling across okay so sleeping in a car mm-hmm. um what did your friends and family think of the decision to just up and go were they worried about you oh yeah like my yeah. parents for sure my, my dad is a very big very big worrier very big emotional worrier and so like the like weeks leading up he's just like He'd like, he'd like look at me across the room. He's just like, you know, and, but he's also like super, very helpful. And like, is like a woodsy outdoorsy guy. And like, is like, like resourceful, t- resourceful. And like that kind of stuff. And so we've always shared that kind of like between us. So he's like helping me get ready and like in my car kind of situated and stuff. So very supportive. Honestly, people are just like, hell yeah, cool. Yeah, do it. Like do a it. little shocked, but also not shocked. Kind of just because who I am. And <laughs> were you someone who was like, did you... I'm asking about your data plan. What kind of data plan did you have? Oh, yeah. Went over that so much. Oh. Like my, my first thought is, is like, what the fuck? Like, if I just all of a sudden made that choice, I would yeah. just be like, what kind of data plan can I get? I think I have like 20 gigs a month. Okay. Yeah. And I think I went over, I think I went over that month. And so I like paid like 20 extra bucks or something. Were you like super attached to your phone? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like that was like, like every day. Cause it's like, I'm looking for a place. I'm looking, I'm listening to music. I'm mapping. I'm texting somebody. I'm on Instagram because I'm by myself. So I'm like talking with everybody that I know or like all that kind of stuff, you know? So just doing Instagram stories cause I'm by myself. So I'm just, it's my vlogging version, but yeah, just definitely real, really burned my phone out nicely. Holy smokes. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. Did you also stay at like Airbnbs too? I stay just only when I got here. Oh, okay. No, I stayed at a hotel in, um, in Moose Jaw in Saskatchewan. And that was only because I literally drove through a blizzard that like, shut down both the highways and all the roads and there was like five feet of snow and like the power was out. It was insane. That's a whole story. Oh, but yeah, that was, I stayed wow. at one hotel there and then I stayed at some Airbnbs here before I moved technically to a place. Oh shit. Yeah. But no, not across. Otherwise I just had friends and family and that's, Walmart. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> what a crazy. So looking back at the, like your trip across Canada, mm-hmm. do you have any regrets? Are you like so happy that you did it? Like what, what do you think of that? Because that's such an insane thing to do. Thank you. Thank you. In, in, in a good way. Insane. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's very remarkably insane. Thank you. I I don't regret very much at all. Hell yeah. Like it truly right. was like I've had ups and downs mental health and it truly was like the best couple months that I've had in my past like seven years ever. Just being able to see all these places. Yeah, just like, it, it, I think it's yeah. something to do just with like forward momentum. I was like, I'm continuously moving to a new novel thing yeah. and I have a reasonable enough system and like kind of cushion of like some money and some people and some kind of ideas of what I want to do. And also the idea too, comedy was like super grounding because it's like everywhere I went, I felt like I had a purpose to go there and I had a show to do and I had people to meet and I had people to like reach out and text to. And then also everywhere you go with like comedy, you like go to a show and you just like feel like you know people already like when it comes right. to meeting comedians. It's like you an know? instant bond. Yeah, yeah, it's an instant bond. So yeah. it's like, so that was like helpful for like the like loneliness side of things and stuff. So, but to answer your question, no, I don't really have any regrets at all. It That's was phenomenal. It was great. Would you recommend it to anyone in their late 20s who was like- totally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. If you, yeah. But you like everybody has to do it like their way. That's the thing. Yeah, like, well, that's just. It. And I don't plan. And there was a, there was uh. there was a few times that was stress that were stressful. Like I was like, I don't know, where I'm gonna sleep right now. What am I doing? Oh my or god, something. I just I, I this is like personality types for you because like yeah. that would just stress me the fuck out. Like where you were probably like like excited by that idea, mm-hmm. I would be so stressed. Mm-hmm. I fucking love a home base so much. Yeah. Like more than most people. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I just love the idea of like, I want to travel the world, but I want to come home every night too, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, totally. Well, the thing is like at the other end, I am a big homebody as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, super domestic. Like I love like baking. I love like cooking and I love a hat. Like, so I had, didn't have a lot of those things like in that time. And yeah, the home base, like you kind of like, I carved out like a little squirrel home base in my car and like ah. that was kind of it. So yeah, I don't know. It was it was good because I think it was for a set period of time and because it, I was constantly moving forward to a new thing. So that was able to keep me like just excited and like novel and stuff and keep you going. Kind of yeah. Going. And Halifax was the destination. And yeah. this is where you are now. And that's where I am. I'm in. And here we are. We have an Amanda Rose. Ha- <laughs> it's an Amanda Rose. It's an Amanda Rose. <laughs> Not Amber Rose. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that got switched up recently. <laughs> I like died because like, I messaged. I messaged because I thought like it was like a joke. <laughs> I thought they did it on purpose. Imagine putting a joke on a comedy poster, poster. <laughs> <laughs> which is is unheard of, you know. <laughs> and everyone, Brian Otter is here too. Brian, say hi. Hi, everyone. What's up? Ah, uh, Brian's here. Yay. I wasn't gonna miss this. I know, right? Well, but I, I don't remember who, if it was you or Baker, who it was probably both of you told me you got to have Amanda on. And <laughs> I think both of us. Rather than actually, while we were here together, we said you have to. Have oh yeah, well yeah, I was gonna be there that one night. Oh but I, yeah, but that was probably when I was on my burnout end from the trip. I was like hiding. You were away. tired of us. You spent the, the weekend with me <laughs> yeah, and Baker, we and you were like, yeah, we enough. did that too. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> these dudes. That's so funny. Well, and I and I put the call out and I always regret open calls because then I end up like booking five podcasts and I'm like, mm. bitch, you're supposed to be on a you're supposed to be on a self-care break. What are you doing? <laughs> but I'm, I'm Oh, do you too, want me to leave? Okay, we I, get out of I get nervous to ask people because I never want anyone to feel obligated to come on the show. Mm. And I know most people would want to come on the show, yeah. but for some strange reason I still have it in my head that like People are people pleasers and they say yes out of obligation and I don't want to trap anyone into a podcast. So rather than asking directly, I just put a call out and I go, well, I hope the people I want to have on uh, reply and you are one of those people. So I feel that. So I'm glad you're here now. Um, We're going to know that Brian's here. We're going to get into the first segment. 
Uh, and I'm excited about this one because I'm going to, Brian is part of this segment because Brian sent me uh, an assumption. We are going to do the assumption segment. Um, and this is what I'm going to say, kind of just an assumption that I have about you based on what I don't know you that well, mm-hmm. based on what I know. Um, and I reached out to Brian Um and Brian, are you cool? Are you mad I- at me? Why are you calling me Brian? <laughs> are you She's cool? She's calling you Brian. No, I know. I feel like I disappointed you. I, I was 20 minutes late. I'm sorry. Brian Otter. Um, are you cool if I read your assumption to Amanda? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, go for so, it. So Brian's assumption was that you would rather spend time cross-stitching than fucking. <laughs> I loved it so much. It was so perfectly worded. <laughs> It's interesting specifically that you chose cross stitching because that's been like a that's like a cross that I bear that I haven't been able to do. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, like tr- coming. <laughs> <laughs> that you Honestly, haven't been able to do. Well, no, like I try to like I, it's one of those things that I like want to be able to do and like be good at and like do and I've tried it multiple times but it just never clicks in my brain as a thing. Anyways, oh. that's actually probably pretty true (laughs) (laughs) or i guess you could replace that with like a very like wholesome hobby craft thing yeah that's definitely how i've spent my last seven years (laughs) easily because it's just a matter of like at the end of the day i'm like i know that i will feel joy from this (laughs) (laughs) well no exactly and i'll have have a, a product at the end that i can do something with oh my god that's that's great yeah why take the chance i think that's the mentality of only fans <laughs> if i do this i'll have a product it's that i can true. then market. i have yeah you know capitalism <laughs> capitalism seeping into the world Fuck. that's funny oh my god okay yeah, good. I like that so a bang on assumption are you someone well, that's who not so much banging but oh <laughs> You're, you're single girl, right? Single girl. Do, single do, you, gale. do you care about? <laughs> do, you, do you care about men? <laughs> is really what I want to ask. Yeah, is I it know so, is, it, is it something that like is dating something you you want to do? I, I do it occasionally. Yeah, I try. Yeah. I am very impatient. Yeah, exceedingly impatient and exceedingly picky. And I've had a lot of blips in my life where it's like I could go and like hang out with this one dude and then I'm like or I could hang out with these people who actually mean something to me so I do that and it just kind of I keep doing that yeah and then yeah I don't know I've yeah I haven't really yeah I have not consistently dated anybody in seven years oh okay yeah so I have been like fully single for seven years seven years years. that makes me feel (laughs) a bit better about 11 years Look at us comedy girls our, go. <laughs> our years of single rhyme with each other, seven and 11. I mean, I end up there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's where most of my joy has come from, anyways. Seven <laughs> Eleven. Too funny. The Did- only kids I care about are Sour Patch. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> the only kids that you want. <laughs> only kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Do you ever just like forget to date? Because that's what happens to me. I just forget. Yeah. I just just forget. I think at a certain point, there's just certain personalities or or people who exist in the world that you're like, you have to try to date to make it a thing. Yes. And you have to like work on whatever levels that are holding you back in that capacity. But for a long time, I literally just went through life being like, 
I don't like the idea of searching for somebody because I, that felt like feels very weird. It feels weird. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm on the hunt for a boyfriend. I'm yeah. on the prowl. Like I just hated that idea yeah. in, in every aspect of it. And I was like, well, no, if you like, you should be friends with somebody or know somebody around or like Absolutely. it should kind of try to happen organically. Cause then that they fit in your life better. Absolutely. And then you just know you have like a foundation and stuff. So I was like, and it's, if it's right, it's right. If it's right, it's right. And then it was never right. So I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. I put some work in. It's kind of one of those things. That, yeah. I, I feel like you have to put effort in without caring. If that, yeah. If that makes It's the no makeup sense. makeup look. <laughs> it's the no makeup Yeah, exactly. Because you have to try a little bit. I mean, especially at a certain age. I'm I'm older than you, but like I need to because I can't I can't just meet someone mm. through people because people don't do things at my age. Yeah. They don't. They go home and they go to bed. I think I think at the end of the day it's not necessarily so much about trying in the way that it's like setting up a certain amount of like habits on how you view dating and how you yeah. view yourself in relation to other people. Yeah, that's true. That if you have like if you do those things enough and you have enough of those habits of like being more open or being yeah. more like to say yes to something or like that's being what more is. patient, yeah. that's when it's more likely to happen. Exactly. But then it's like always like I feel like in every sitcom they go like it'll happen when you least expect it. Uh, somebody and it. you're like and they're like okay, I'm not expecting it. I, <laughs> I know. I'm wink, not expecting it. Wink. <laughs> wink. <laughs> I don't want a boyfriend. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> yeah. So you go for years like that. Like, I don't want a boyfriend. And then you don't get one. You're like, oh shit, it worked. Hey. <laughs> How that happens to people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it. All right. Um, so I said because like mm-hmm. I see like I think you're like like a very beautiful woman, uh, but you're also you seem like you're low maintenance in the sense that you're not a glamazon, but you're stunningly beautiful. So are you you're well, you've beautiful skin and hair. Thank you. I think those that's the ingredient, I think, to like natural beauty is like good skin because like your hair is gorgeous. Yeah. Skin's is it all, naturally skin's all over my body and hair is too? So. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me up. <laughs> I guess without skin, that would be pretty. That would be pretty scary. Yeah. Um, well, she's got ugly skin, but she is breathtaking. <laughs> Have you seen her back skin? Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's funny. Um, but is your hair naturally like that? Is mm-hmm. curly? Oh, it's it's beautiful. It's funny too that you say that because this only in the past year have I actually like embraced it. Really? This. Yeah, it's like a kind of a new thing. That's a thing with curly haired girls. They try to get, and I think it's I think it's just that like grass is greener thing. Yeah. Like curly haired girls just want like straight hair, mm-hmm. and like straight hair girls like desperately want curly hair. I feel like there's yeah there's some layers too of just like simple maintenance. Like for the most part, with if you have straight hair. Aside from somebody being like, oh, it's greasy today or something. It usually just looks fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas curly hair, I, I, I would say I speak for every curly haired person out there that it's like, some days it's just like whack. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you, you have no real control over day to day what it's going to be and stuff. Mm. And I think also growing up, like at the time we did of like, whatever the early aughts or something like straight hair was like it like you yeah to, like that was yes. a thing and so like I the avril lavigne days yeah yeah and Pin so straight yeah so Pin i was so i was uh princess diaried my hair you know just <laughs> did you find like a hair routine that like is like just works perfect for the curls yeah and i just kind of had to lean into it too because i feel like the more you like wear your hair curly the more it like will be better and like ah. it itself will like train your curls like, train those sh- curls yeah. the scrunching technique yeah scrunch there's, oh there's a whole thing this I do is have, a beauty podcast now. i do have a full routine that i that i go through but oh i love that but yeah so i see you as like the word would be low maintenance in other words like you don't have to do much to be stunning <laughs> this is a compliment <laughs> And also an assumption. 
<laughs> is that true? How long does it take you to get ready? You're going out somewhere. Probably, I'm going to say you're a half hour girl. I guess it depends on what, like, am I, it depends on how, I've, how I'm going to wear my hair. But yeah, I'd say half hour if yeah. I'm under that. Like, I yeah. don't put a lot of makeup on. Yeah. I wear something. It depends. Yeah. It depends. It, it all depends, yeah. I also have But that's a, a good place to be. Yeah. Because you can just, you can just like get up and go whenever. Yeah, it depends. But you should see the amount of serums I have. It's in, like the maintenance is upkept. Oh, girl. <laughs> like I go deep into the skincare. <laughs> as soon as you said you should see the serums I have, I was like, so she's less of a girl and more of a witch. Exactly. Like, yeah. This is what it is. We have all these, if you go in my bathroom, you'll see it on the top of the shelf. Yeah. These little, but potions. like bottles, they look like potions. potions. Oh, yeah. And there's so many of them because, because, you need, you can't just have one because nope. they all do different things. Yeah, and there's colors. So there's you need like 12. And there's root steps. And, steps. And you do this one day, you do this the other day, you do this in nighttime, yep. you do this in daytime. Yep. It's a whole thing. It's you can't layer certain ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like taking care of the skin is like, I still know women. And I fucking hate when gorgeous women post on Instagram, oh, I slept with my makeup on. It's just like, what? <laughs> like, you can't do that. Yeah. But they can because they somehow yeah. get away with it and it yeah. still looks great. Um, but like, I just cringe because I definitely used to not take care of my skin. Like, mm -hmm. no SPF, not mm -hmm. washing makeup off at night. Like, oh, yeah, and now that. I'm like, that's the bare basics, you guys. Just yeah. cleanse, get rid of the makeup, wear sunscreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunscreen was something that I never fucking wore up until like, I, I want to say two years ago was when I started. It's I really like, bad. I, I think something took over the internet during that time about SPF because I think I'm also in that. Or my my mom was actually kind of on it uh, for a long time and she mm. would tell me to do that because she was like, because I tanned in like whatever the 70s right. or something and I regret it or something. But yeah, so I maybe started like maybe three or four years ago SPF in, but that's until, good though. Yeah, but then. Yeah, and the anti-aging, the retinoling and stuff like that. And what do men do? Brian, what's your skincare routine? <laughs> Smoke a lot of cigarettes and <laughs> forget to drink water. Oh my God, I hate it. So that's it. like a dry sauna yeah. and then dryer. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to be as least moist as possible. Do you so wash like jerky? Do you, do you cleanse your face with like? No, face? yeah, I'm 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 a I'm a diva. Like I do. Oh, really? I, I, I have like three face washes. Yeah. I have like two moisturizers. Oh. I have a beard oil. I, I think have... men are getting on the train. I think it's, they should. Yeah, yeah. They, He's only got half the face to deal with though. Yeah, that's yeah, true. but I probably put more products in my beard than you do on your body. <laughs> that's hilarious. How should, to navigate that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so maybe men do more than I think, but it's yeah, it's a process. Not it's all a, not all men, Sarah. Not all, not men. all men. Not all men can care. <laughs> all right. Okay, so I've already called you beautiful. Um, so this next assumption is uh, I'm going to assume because you are an outdoorsy girl mm -hmm. and you're also stylingly gorgeous. Um, that guys must love you on dating apps. And like, because here's the thing, there's a lot of adventure guys on dating apps and yeah, they, they want, they, they, they try, want, they try to put that out there. They want girls that can hike and kayak and camp. Yeah. And you do all those things from I what do, I've seen I on your Instagram. Them. I've scrolled I've through. Them. I've done them. You're outside a lot. I like it. Yeah. You're one with nature. I, yeah. So I feel like that's a quality that men love. Is that true? Sure. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm saying sure they love. No, men, men love an outdoor girl. This this is probably just from me having weird friends, but I feel like the fact that you are a pretty girl who likes doing that, the outdoorsy dudes are going to be intimidated because they don't want you to be better at it than them. 
So an oh, out, she's too. She's an, too outdoorsy. You don't want these man hands yeah. handling an axe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, they want a girl who thinks they're outdoorsy and then shows up and they have to show them what to do. Amanda shows up like, I got this, and they're like, What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Oh, so it might turn around and go the other way a little bit then. I feel like that actually might be a better assumption of that. Oh, interesting. In, I mean, then it like, no, oh, I'm good. I, in general, have no patience for any of that. <laughs> on yeah. Actually, on either end, which is why I'm terrible in dating apps because I'm like, I don't really, I don't really give that much of a shit about all of your hobbies. Yeah. I don't need to know all of them. I don't need to, us to all match up and do all this kind of stuff. There's just more of like a general, like there could be any kind of number of like calculation of those hobbies or like certain types of right. combination of them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So when it, if you say men go crazy for that, I don't know if I have any data to, to, to oh, offer that. I, see, I just assumed because yeah. it seems like the general universal type that a guy wants. Very chill, low maintenance. Okay, but th this is the other assumption. I, okay, well, let's get into my, my, this is my favorite assumption that I have on my list. I said, you you look like a chill girl, uh -huh. but internally you are very not chill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably pretty spot on. <laughs> so you give the air of, yeah, like you teach yoga, you're outdoorsy, you, you've like, there's this very like airy, calming presence about you. I but, am an air sign, so. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell me what one don't tell me what one I'll guess at the end of the podcast yeah, um, uh, but inside <laughs> internally you are maybe not as chill no yeah no I'd say I'm definitely not as chill inside there I mean I think there's different there's different pockets and time periods that I will go through that I'm more chill and about certain things and stuff and I definitely do I definitely used to be a lot less chill outwardly too, and I think I've, oh. I've reined it back in a little bit. Mm -hmm. I am a great actor. <laughs> okay, so you're you're someone who masks. I mask a little bit occasionally yeah. here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, definitely got a lot of a lot of uh, stuff <laughs> around in there. <laughs> There's some oh. stuff going on in there. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess in different aspects, you could say she's chill, but like other things, definitely not. Is anxiety one of your many things? Oh yeah, right up. Anxiety. There. Yeah. And then I know that you suffer with the what I call the big black dog depression. Mm. Um, Extra double you've, shot depresso. Because you've posted about it mm -hmm. um, on Instagram and stories and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so depression, anxiety, anything else? What else you got? <laughs> Start the tally. <laughs> Holy Trinity. Um, Holy Trinity. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we need to complete. The well, mine's ADHD, ADHD, okay. anxiety, depression. Okay. I don't know what my third thing is. Hell yeah, I don't. Man. I definitely don't have ADHD. I wouldn't say so. No, you don't give that air. I'm just a bitch. Be, be very, very. <laughs> no, be very lucky that you don't. It's hell. No. It's hell. I don't know. You can. It's a superhero. It's a superpower sometimes. Oh yeah, when it works in your favor, I suppose. Yeah, yeah you just channel it. Yeah. If I like didn't have ADHD, thing. I wouldn't forget to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the best. You want a candy for that? <laughs> Brian, is that a joke? It is now. <laughs> can I just say you're welcome for intoxicated and all these joke ideas that you get from from being here? That's so funny. Fuck, that's hilarious. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want. I want to kill myself, and I got distracted. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. So yeah. Okay. We'll get into the mental illness stuff later. I, I love it. I procrastination. You can't let's do that. That's, you can't. That's my third. Oh, oh, is it procrastination? <laughs> that's probably definitely one yeah. of them. I was just saying. I was like, yeah, we can just deal with the mental health stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll deal with that later. <laughs> let's put that on the burner. Yeah. Um. Okay. I also said. And this plays into the people-pleasing thing, because I think in your application, you said that you were a try-hard. Yeah. And by that, I wrote down, I feel like maybe when you were younger, you were a teacher's pet. <laughs> in school. I don't know if kind you know of like that I was homeschooled. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know that. I have a joke about it. but I didn't know um, that. Yeah, so I was homeschooled until grade 10. No way, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a, a full different other like filter on across all of So me. a teacher's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it your parents that like taught you? Yeah. I don't know how homeschooling me. works. It, there's I a assume lot. it's parents. There's a lot of different like versions of alternative schooling, which people uh. now call it and stuff. So I... I was like homeschooled officially with like a curriculum that my mom got from whatever school district that we had about what I had to like fulfill, like check boxes off um, until grade six and then seven, eight, nine, I would like do some online kind of curriculum oh, with okay. like actual teachers and like go into this one school to like do tests and stuff. But for the most part, it's more like self-directed, I guess you could say. No way. Yeah. And then I did uh, high school 10, 11, 12. So you, whoa. So you were homeschooled when you were like early on in life. Yeah. And then they like put you in high school. Well, I put myself, I wanted to go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What was that transition like? It was great. I had the best time. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was, I'm a very, I'm an extrovert for sure. Mm -hmm. And I had friends, I played soccer. So I like knew people and like my family went to church. So I knew people there and it was a small town. So I knew a lot of people already. Okay. And I was just kind of out of, I was like, I need to change. Cause if you don't know, that's a theme with me that I can't do the same thing continuously for a number of years. So I was like, I need to be somewhere else. Except for being single. (laughs) Oh, snap. Nice. Uh, yeah, but the yeah. So then, yeah, it was great. I had a great time. Uh, best three years. Oh, that's Didn't get good. Sick of it at all. I so you... I was co-valedictorian. Oh, can okay. I ask, can I ask you a question? Because I did knew you were homeschooled, but I don't know. I did not what, know this. What, what What happened that your parents decided to like? To yes. decide to homeschool. What your... happened to you? <laughs> not... I'm, I'm super <laughs> no, 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 curious with that too. But like for parents to go, oh yeah, the public schooling system's not good enough for my kid. <laughs> Usually something happens. So Usually either it's they have like alternative lifestyles, which I know is not the case with your parents. Um, but it's like, or it, like their like, kids get your bullied. Parents a teacher, and they're like, "Fuck this! I don't want to do this anymore." So I'm going to teach my own kids and stay home. Like none what? of those things. So it, what it was was my I have two older brothers, and mm-hmm. my mom. When they were putting my oldest brother into school, I think initially, so my parents are religious, my family's religious, and they wanted to put him into this Christian school, and then he didn't get in, and then it wasn't that my mom didn't want to put him in, like, regular school, she just more had this idea that she was, like, she had actually wanted to be a teacher when she was younger, she was a nurse instead, but she was just, like, she was, like, I'd like to spend extra time with my kids, I'd like to give this homeschooling thing a try, and so it just, it kind of happened organically in that way. That's interesting. And we weren't, like, it wasn't, like, a super, like, religious, like, schooling, and by any means um but uh yeah and then so like it was just like my brother and then my next brother and then my other one and my oldest brother went to school in grade eight it was his choice he wanted to go and because he had friends and then middle brother he was homeschooled all the way through it just worked out well for him and then i chose that's wild 10. to me the idea of homeschooling all the way through and like never having that school experience that's yeah. wild yeah. most of my nightmares and dreams are about fucking junior high and high school Still to this day, I have Holy. I have dreams about not not knowing, not having my timetable 
to get to class on time. Wild. Wild. Yeah, it's like a, a constant recurring anxiety dream. Damn. That like, oh my God, I don't know what class I'm in. I don't know, I don't mm. know what room number I'm in. And it's the first day of school. Or it's all of a sudden I realize that I've been missing a class that I was supposed to be taking for like a year. Mm. And like, I, it's the weirdest, weirdest shit. I definitely yep. have some of those from like university. Mm. Is that why you're such a workaholic? Because you're so paranoid about not knowing where to be <laughs> that you just fill up your time with things that you always know where you have to I'm be. I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I mean, it could be. It could be like the just like with the ADHD thing, like the fear of like forgetting something, missing something, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. having sure. something fall to the wayside. Did you know you were ADHD right. when you were in school? No, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. In school, I think I think I had a friend who had it. It was like only the the kids that were like they're like yeah. bouncing off the wall. They're like injecting him with Ritalin. Or well, what's interesting that is that like my mom got diagnosed in her sixties. Really. Which explains so much about her and how I was raised with yeah. a mother who had both postpartum depression and adult ADHD Ooh, undiagnosed. That's a fun combo. So fun. Yeah. So fun. Um, and then she, by the time she was diagnosed, I hate saying it this way, but it was kind of like, not much you can do. <laughs> not much you can do about it at this point. I think she tried antidepressants or something, but yeah. I don't think she was ever actually on ADHD meds. Yeah. My, for me, it's like, I, I think when I hit like t like 27, I started kind of thinking I might have it. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't get diagnosed until 34. Was that like? 30, 34 or 35. Was that really helpful for you? Yeah, big time. Yeah? Big time. Well, because now I have, I have a plan. Yeah, totally. Like I... I know how well ADHD meds work because I know people who are on them. Mm -hmm. And apparently it's life changing. Apparently it's like meth. You haven't done it, though. I have not been on ADHD meds yet. I'm currently on antidepressants. Um, but I am looking to add <laughs> add to my Rolodex mm -hmm. <laughs> of meds. <laughs> I'm going to add to the family soon and get on a stimulant and see. Because now that the sides are kind of managed a bit mm. better, I'm like, OK, well, now let's. Let's get the focus in check. What if you're going to be too powerful then? There's no such thing. <laughs> There's no such thing as too powerful. The, the amount of shit I get done already being ADHD, I'm like, mm, watch out, everybody. Yeah, no kidding. Once I'm medicated. But um, are you medicated for anything? No. No? Just take like some hormonal supplements. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I brew all my problems inside like a witch. <laughs> I have a teeny tiny witch inside of me. It's like, oh, too much estrogen there. Oh my god, is that was that like a like a blood test? Like like they saw you were like lacking. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like some symptomatic things. With, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh well, hormones is like that's like oh, wild. People overlook that all they're the time. So powerful, they they're really so are. Powerful, dude. Yes, <laughs> woman. Yes. <laughs> Everybody calls everybody dude in comedy. That's like a thing. I say dude to er literally yeah. everybody. Yeah, everyone's a dude in my mind. But you're you're, you're right. I um uh, TikTok just keeps telling me mm. get your hormones tested because like there's so many like physical symptoms that you might have mm -hmm. that are just a result of like a hormonal imbalance. So totally, you yeah. gotta you gotta get that shit looked at. Um, whatever. Okay. So you kind of, <laughs> were you a teacher's pet in your homeschooling or <laughs> no, I wasn't in the homeschooling. I don't even think I wasn't necessary. When I was in school, 
I don't think I was. I was maybe a little bit of a teacher's pet. I just kind of was more of middle of the road. Oh, okay, gotcha. I tried just hard. like a good I was, student. I was a good student. I wasn't amazing, but I was good. I'd do the stuff. I don't know. I would air onto class clown occasionally because I had extra. Oh, extra time, but I oh, never okay. like break rules or like right, right. Wait, but if actually my homeschooling in a way, when I went into school, I would just be more like, I think this is a dumb way that you're doing it, <laughs> or like to a teacher. Oh my god, that's I had funny. like I definitely had problems with authority. Um, oh, <laughs> but so I would be so that was the only time when I would be like ran into some problems, and that actually happened more in university that I'd run into problems like that. But oh. it was just more like I was like I think this is silly and would like. Do it a different way or whatever. Do you see yourself as a leader in a sense? Sometimes, yeah. Like a born leader kind of thing? Yeah. Occasionally. Some some people have told me that in passing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're like, I want to do this better. I think I can do this better than you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. an ego. I don't know. No, no. Someone has to do that, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, someone has to do it. Um, The other thing I said, this was my last assumption. Hmm. Um, And this is not at all a slam. I actually mean this as a high compliment because as someone who tries to do this, I just assume that like all, most of your clothes are like from like cool trendy vintage stores that like are like one of a kind items because I've never seen I've never seen you and gone. I've seen that shirt at Dynamite or yeah. I've seen like I've never like everything you wear is very aesthetically pleasing. I am but I feel like it's from, from a vintage store. <laughs> what is that? I am wearing a shirt from Dynamite. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, really? Are yeah, you really? Oh yeah, my god! Yeah. Okay, but I'm sweating so much. I'm not gonna take my my hoodie off. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. But no, okay. So for the most part, yeah, I would say that's true. Like I went through a very long period of time of just only thrifting clothes, like yeah, religiously, pretty much, just for like environmental and like self, whatever reasons. And and then only in the past like a couple of years have I like I was like if I go to the mall, I like, buy something. I was like, it's like crazy. And I do that like. Couple oh, times a year. Maybe. Okay, got you. I'll buy like a new thing, and it's like what? I, but, but I get the sense you're probably good at thrifting them. Oh, I do because you find really cool things. You have to do it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't. I don't really love like cool vintage consignmenty stores. Oh, you don't? No, I find them more overwhelming if they're curated because yes. I don't like the idea of looking at like fifty shirts that are like cool that I could like. And they're way overpriced. Oh, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather put my own time in and go to like a store, like thrift store after thrift store after thrift store, and then find something that I found and that I did it. You know, that's very true. I think there's this weird thing where it's like there's these vintage shops that are like vintage shop, mm-hmm. but it's like so overpriced clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I mean sometimes ridiculously over- overpriced. Like it's kind of a, it's the market, it's the yeah. world, it's what they do, and people will pay it, and it's like trendy, and so they they capitalize off it. So I don't begrudge them, and it works for some people because many people buy it and use it and stuff. But I just yeah yeah, it's, a, it's for sure a convenience thing because like yeah. there are certain people who want to uh, like upcycle clothes. They don't want to buy from like random stores and stuff. Yeah, but they're also busy people, so they're like, I can't go thrifting hour after hour after hour. Yeah. So if somebody else that I know already dresses cool and knows fashion mm-hmm. is going out and finding the things and cutting out the time i'm willing to pay that extra 30 bucks totally it's for a, that mm, shirt right it's like Fair. anything yeah it's, it's cost of, versus your own time which is a cost as well but i yeah. just like the process of it. yeah the if you of if you spend two hours if you make let's say 20 bucks an hour and you spend mm-hmm. two hours looking that's 40 bucks that you're yeah. losing so if you can spend 30 bucks on a shirt and know that it's not from h&m or somewhere shitty yeah. and it's a right. cool piece of clothing that somebody yeah. goes this is a cool piece of clothing you go fuck yeah and if it's unique that's the coolest thing too yeah totally having exactly. something that's like just one of a kind kind of thing yeah it's very worth it interesting okay those are my assumptions i, I don't think i don't think we did too bad 
Can I, I have an assu- another assumption? Yeah, yes. Um, my assumption is Amanda feels like the person who would like go to an old folks home to acquire skills. Like you go, ha- <laughs> you go hang out with the old people to learn things. You know, what I, I, I'm just trying to think about that. Like you go there and you're doing puzzles and then you see somebody quilt and you go, oh, how do you do that? And they're like, you could actually make pants like this. Yeah, I definitely would do it. Yeah. I don't know if I trust them. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd go to an old folks home. I don't know. Okay, I, Do you maybe, like I old would, people? <laughs> I, would, I would look to elderly, older people for advice and to learn things, but I don't know if I'd go to the old folks home for that specifically. You're like, they're there because they're not doing that well anymore. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's such a specific assumption, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's the vibe she gives off. <laughs> Hangs with old people. Hangs with old people. Wants to learn from old people vibes. I've done that a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say that. That works. Sure. I mean, I like. But I'm smarter about it than you think. (laughs) (laughs) I like older people better than like kids Mm. any day. I'd hang out with old people over kids any day. I go back and forth. Yeah. I like kicking a kid around sometimes. You can't do that as much. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I love not bullying kids, but just like calling them dumb and they're like, ah. (laughs) You're like, like, yeah, you are, right? They love it. You're a little dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Any other assumptions, Brian? I know. I'm, that's, that's all. This I'm is your time to, for us to debunk, honey. What, Amanda? Hmm. Are you clean? You like, like a neat freak? Uh, yeah. Okay. So clean, yes. Tidy, no. Okay. So that makes sense. Like I like cleaning and I like a clean environment and I like... The actual process of knowing things are clean and I'm clean, but I everything in my life is like, boom, boom, and like okay, gotcha. I look, I have to see everything to kind of know where things are, and yeah, and yeah. Oh, that's that's an ADHD thing. Yeah, I was gonna say, are you sure you're not? <laughs> yeah, that's the object out permanence. of sight, out of mind. Yeah, that's... well, it's not so much that I forget about it; I just like it. Yeah, I like okay. being like I. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I definitely forget about things if I don't see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drawers are not my friend. Cupboards mm-hmm. are not. My, I actually think if I if I ever like have like a if I ever like have a dream home, it would be like clear cupboards, like glass cupboards, oh, so cool. I can see what's in there, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's All right, sexy. on to the next segment. Ooh. My, one of my favorites. Actually, well, I like all of them. I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm picking favorites. I like all my segments, but um, I want to know if you have a rant. Rant. Okay. When you sent me What's these things, I was like, I'm going to work hard and like have stuff prepared. And What's then I pissing Amanda didn't do off? Anything. What's pissing me off? Hmm. It can be a serious issue, a silly thing. Something that really, that you could just complain about. Okay, Reese, okay, complain. It's like a little bit, I don't know if it's a Halifax thing. I don't know if it's just new cities I'm getting used to or whatever. I like, so I walk a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's just, there's something to do, I don't know if it's this city or it's, it's most cities in general, about just like the weird relationships between cars and pedestrians. And the idea that here specifically, I've had a lot of cars stop just like in the road to let me cross when I'm not even like trying to cross or like making, I'm not a cross at a crosswalk. They're just oh. stopping. Or like the idea that like cars are trying to like, like, yeah, you go ahead, go cross. And they're like holding up like 50 cars down the road. And like, yeah, do it. You're faster than I am. And it's like, I don't know. Or just like people not being able to like use like, 
I don't know. There's, there's, it's somewhere it's between the intersection of like pedestrians and cyclists and cars, and then, and there's like systems that we have in play that work that like people go to the crosswalk or they just jaywalk when it works, and they like you know like right, keep, right, right. Cars keep going by because you have the right of way, and I'll go after you. Go, you know. Like it's it doesn't feel intuitive. Yeah, it's not intuitive, and, no. and, and and also I think it's just a lot of scared people behind the wheel that are like, oh my gosh, overly it. cautious people yeah. are almost. More dangerous, more dangerous than, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. It's like, but if you like go to big cities, they don't give a shit. Like the cars just keep going, mm. and like the and it, things move faster because the cars know they'll just keep going, and the pedestrians will like cross when they can. And it's not, it's like, I don't know. Oh, okay, it's a what more of a well-oiled machine. Yeah, yeah, maybe exactly. a little bit. Yeah, like like everyone kind of knows. Yeah, that's interesting because when you said that cars stop for you, I went, "Are you really in Halifax?" Because Halifax has so many pedestrian accidents oh people, yeah people getting hit that and, maybe but maybe it's a response to that oh like, maybe yeah maybe people are like overcompensating a little yeah. bit they have been because i was on the bus and i saw i saw like there's like all these ads about like crosswalks and kind of stuff i was like what is going on here yeah <laughs> a lot of people have died in the city because of cars hitting them yeah it's pretty crazy is that to do with like roads or car I problems i don't though? know i should have heard both of those things but i think i think it's both yeah i, I don't fact is the place that you go to live your dreams <laughs> 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 and uh, Brian's dream is to die, <laughs> but also uh, be able to have a walkable commute. <laughs> you can have it all. I mean, like, I walk a lot too, and like, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm psychotic. Like, if you walk with me, I'm pretty psychotic about it. Like, I am the person that will stop people <laughs> because there's this thing that happens when you're at a crosswalk and there's a flashing mm -hmm. green. Uh, and people start walking as if they have the walk. Yeah. And I have to go, no, 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 let the cars go first. <laughs> and I've done it a couple times with um, like high schoolers that are oh, like yeah. anxious to cross. Yeah. And I've put my, like, like a mom, I've put my arms out being like, no, just wait. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people I've walked with that I would say are more aloof people that just kind of mindlessly cross streets. And yeah. I am way more cautious because I'm terrified of getting hit by a car. Well, I totally see that. But I, I the way I operate is just like, I see that it's my technical whatever right of way mm -hmm. and then I scan and I'm like I'm going but I also like jaywalk a lot so it's like there's nobody around and I'm it's more like yeah. all senses at all point yeah, and yeah. like go with like the guidance of your right of way and then like add in all these other kinds of things yeah but I also grew up jaywalking yeah in a small town yeah, of course oh yeah people did it all the time it was like a way of life Nana Ganesh just like obviously always jaywalking you, just, you got you got it you, I'm here I have to be over there so yeah. I'm gonna walk this way <gasps> do cops does that <laughs> Can you get fined for that? I think it depends provincially. It's that was always a myth a I heard growing up that you can the cops will ding it's you. A provincial if, thing, I think. Jaywalk. Yo, I'm gonna so be, I think Brian's looking. Yeah, it up. Brian, tell us. <laughs> I'm gonna be your Jamie right now. Please do, Jamie. Jamie, what's up? I remember because I I remember hearing that something about Quebec had like harsher, harsher uh, legislation because it's a bylaw thing. I think. Oh. I don't think it's a legal thing. It's a bylaw, which is uh, read, done by like municipal places. Oh, okay. And maybe they can like go over and above provincially or something, but I don't think it's a criminal act. Hmm. In Canada, jaywalking is legal until a pedestrian walking outside of designated pedestrian areas interferes with traffic. This means that as a pedestrian who is crossing without a crosswalk, you must yield to motorists on the road. Exactly. Yeah. So, which is like, yeah, of course. So in Canada, it's technically you can cross the road as long as you're not messing anyone up. Yeah. But then probably uh, as like a bylaw, they yeah. can be like, this is a jaywalking free yeah. zone. Because like Halifax does fine you a lot. 
Really? Like I've been I've been mm. called out by cops like a few times to be like, hey, you're gonna get Montreal's what? super bad. Okay, so yeah, see, that's it, what I in, heard. Yeah. In Montreal, people get like $30 tickets for crossing the road like all the time, but I think that's <laughs> mainly just because cops are wild. French and angry. I feel like I, I think I've heard you just get fined a lot in Montreal for anything yeah, in regards probably. to bylaws. Like, everybody's French and angry. Yeah, everybody's bi. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, fascinating, yeah. I mean, like, fucking driving drivers and driving things. Yeah, it's all so frustrating. Why is it so hard to exist in the world? Okay, the main thing, oh, the main thing I would say specifically about the whole driving and like all the different kind of dynamics that can happen, and maybe this is gonna, you might feel attacked by this. No, uh, <laughs> no, tell me. But the idea that I feel like if any, if they, if people can, everybody should at one point walk, be a pedestrian somewhere, cycle, yeah. and drive because then you have the perspective of all those That's different so, things. No, I agree. Because people in cars, they're like, why is this person doing this or something? Yeah. And you're like, okay, if you realize that you can keep going. If you kept going, a person will cross after you. You know yeah, that exactly. kind of thing. Like, why? Why are they looking like they're gonna cross? They're like freaking me out or something. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. And then same thing with like cyclists and like I feel like there's like issues between all three groups. But it's like if you do all of it, at least at least a little bit, and have like a little bit of a concept of where the other person is, like from the other point of view. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is exactly actually why when I do cross the street, I run. <laughs> Because I don't want to, I don't want to hold people up. Do you do that? Do you do like a full run or do you do that run that looks like you got to like hold in a shit? Speed walk. Like, like you know, speed. You know, do you know the run though when people like move with their chest like, oh yeah, <laughs> And it makes yeah. it just look like they're going faster, but they're not. <laughs> they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't want, I want to just, I don't want anyone to wait. So I yeah, go yeah. fast. I hate people who just mosey across the street yeah i don't like the mosey i like clear direction you clear know? direction take control when you have control and make it happen yeah that's just me in general walk so. with purpose everybody yeah. i also just love efficiencies of things so it's like when things are inefficient oh in i city, hate that. i'm like oh my god oh and there, yeah, there's a lot of it here yeah yeah the city planning in the city is garbage yeah um for a lot of reasons but that was a good rant all right thank you now we get back into the inner workings of amanda rose um, I would love to know, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but mm. what is wrong with you? Ooh, what is a flaw that you're working on in security? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually funny that you word it that way. Cause I've in the past little while, I've recently just wanted to call up like all the closest people in my life and be like, what's wrong with me? Can you tell me like, just what's your idea? Just your, what's your best guess? What do you got? And then like kind of, Did they tell you? I haven't done that yet. I have, oh. I've, I've been, I've been having the thought just to have that exact wording. That's but, funny. Um, just to outsource. My <laughs> problems. Outsource. Um, <laughs> uh, or crowdsource, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Crowdsource. Um, what's wrong with me? Yeah. I get super, I'm super impatient. That's one big thing. Like just like a low level character yeah. flaw that's everywhere and has kind of, it's why even when I started doing comedy, I was like, I'm going to go across the country and do comedy. I'm not going to wait longer to do right. that or something. You just, or you like, just go for things yeah, to make or, it happen. Yeah. Or like, I don't have time to get to know somebody <laughs> right. to date. Like, Oh yeah. Fair. That? Yeah. So fair. like impatience is a big thing. And so I think that's honestly, I think a root of like everything else in my life and oh, like in a lot of ways, um, just like, cause I get anxious about things um, cause they're not happening fast enough or I'm not doing them fast enough or like right. it's not happening or something or, and then same thing with getting depressed as well, you know, or like, yeah. And then, but it's a weird kind of like crux and it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine 
the other day about how she's like everybody she has this idea that everybody in the world has like this absolute like crux of like contrast in the, in themselves they're like just two things that don't make sense mm-hmm. like big juxtaposition yeah and my one thing I feel like is like I'm so impatient and I want things to be happening and coming towards me and like opportunities but then I'm also at the same time like but I need to be patient and like just wait for them but or right. do I go and get them right 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 <laughs> you know like right. am I moving towards something and like making things happen or am I like putting some grace out in the world and being like oh, yeah, what and so where's like, the balance yeah. between those things exactly you know? yeah striking that balance because I think both are important yeah exactly yeah you know like because I, I I do think like hard work and I get the sense that you're like someone who's pretty like dedicated and driven like, which is uh, two very good qualities in, a, in, a in an person. abstract way, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, but, but you, you know, if you're like, I want gigs, I'm going to mm-hmm. go get gigs. Yeah. That's a great, like some people, some people just don't do shit. That's very true. And, that was me for a very long time, too. I've yeah. changed a lot since since doing comedy, honestly. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So it was it was comedy that kind of jump started all of this. Yeah, I'd say a little bit. Because sure. you probably had that moment of this is my th- did you have the comedy moment of this is my thing that I want to do? This is, I don't know if I could say my thing. I think I would just say this is a thing that I can do. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so, and then at that point, I just was basically like, everything that I'd heard or seen or experienced or talked about with people was like, you have to do it a lot and do it for a long time before anything could mean anything. Right. And so I was like, so this is a thing that I can do. So I'm going to try to do it for as long as possible, probably forever. And I hope that something comes from it. So, yeah. And I mean, Hey, I don't think anything bad can come from that. Yeah. Other than burnout. Yeah. Which watch that. Oh, I've had that a few times. I just, I just took, I just, (laughs) I just took my longest break that I had in six months of seven days without doing comedy. (laughs) I'm uh, two weeks clean right now. Thank you very much. (laughs) killing it snap, so snap, far snap, snap. um <laughs> no i feel that you just that's the only thing i would say to hard workers is such a good quality to have in someone mm-hmm. but like definitely just watch the uh the burnout and the overworking mm-hmm. um and letting yourself mentally rest from stuff well and live your life too because you, you, you have to live your life to have have a life to talk about yeah yeah exactly so how does Amanda live her life? So you you also do photography. I've noticed occasionally. Yeah, yeah. I did more. I did more in the past, like when I was much younger in my earlier twenties. Um, I would do more photography, and then it, this is another maybe flaw. It kind of maybe goes into my flaw in that it's like if anything's getting popular and everybody's doing it, <laughs> I'm like done. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. And what I just, is what is that? <laughs> Explain this to me because as someone who's shamelessly not that. I'm the exact opposite of you because Taylor Swift is my Jesus. Okay, I do love Taylor Swift. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have, yay. I have plenty of plenty okay. of pop. I have plenty of pop culture, like just indulgences that I just like go from. Like I don't care. Okay, but when it comes to just like certain things about like so, for example, with photography, I remember like, at one point I think I was like coming out of high school and it was just like every girl with a camera who posts a picture with a black and white photo thinks they're a photographer and like that was like a big thing. Oh yeah, and I think it was just like the timing of like social media and like cameras becoming more affordable and all these different layers of things um anyways so that was a definite time yeah there's a time yeah and i don't i don't know i think i just have an insatiable unhealthy desire to be unique which is that's definitely a thing yeah no yeah i don't know i don't know if it's i don't know if it's good or bad it could be both i I mean I think it's just an it's it's one of the sides of the spectrum and you have to balance off of it a little bit. Have you ever not done something but inside you deeply wanted to? 
Because of how it looks? Is it a perception thing? Because you're worried of how you'd come off if you did the if you did the thing, if you played into a cliche? Maybe, but I think sometimes in my head I've already done like three bazillion mental gymnastics, so I've already gotten past yeah. that. So I've already so I've, yeah. I've been like I was like, I could do that. I don't like it. I don't like how other how it looks other people doing it. Right, right. Maybe. Maybe maybe that's a thing. And or or if it's just like it's honestly just like novelty. Like I'm constantly that's like a big theme in my life that I'm just constantly chasing novel, novelty novelty and uniqueness. And so it's like if I just see anybody do it too much, like I'm like I'm over it for the I'm most part. Hmm. If I'm like if I'm bringing it into myself to like stick to my identity or like, you know. Oh my god. Like if it's like a skincare that everybody's doing and I'm like, "Oh, I'll buy that. Sure, I'll do that." Right. But like right, right, right. you know, like if it's like a something that could go forward and like be associated with me or something. Mm, that's so fascinating. I'm still trying to figure out your star sign based <laughs> on all of these things. Well, I've actually I've said some hints towards You've given it. me some big hints. I've given you some big hints, yeah. Like just the Okay, so like you you you're obsessed with change, you want to be unique. Um She said she was an airhead. Are you a Libra? Yeah. But I, I think, think you must have some Sagittarius in you. In your chart somehow. Not in the last seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, me on the other hand. Actually, wait, no, let me think. <laughs> I love Sagittarius men. <laughs> Sagittarius um, men are my like kryptonite. So I love them. Oh, interesting. Okay, but with the photography thing, you're you're, you're asking about that. I did mm. that for a bit, and then I've only recently picked it up again. In yeah. like, and I wanted to do more of it since getting into comedy because I like the idea of also like capturing those kind that kind of world, and it seemed like an, a cool opportunity. They marry really good together, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Comedy and photography. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the photographers out there, including Brian. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, I, I, I want to learn too, but <laughs> it just seems like a lot to learn. It's very intimidating. It's also expensive. Yeah. <laughs> that's so the like thing. You have, to, you have to like love it or like turn make it away that you make money for you. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm like, I need to choose my expensive hobbies at this point. Yeah. And there's already like so much more gear that I need for, for the studio that I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I can't, can't do more. Yeah. So that's interesting and you also said that you like you put in your your non-bio bio mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're like you're a writer because you you all you write jokes obviously mm-hmm. but do you consider yourself also just a writer of things <laughs> yeah I <laughs> of think general so. things yeah I think so I think I like I mean I've written poetry in the past I go through times and I like I I say writer I guess because I just I'm writing every day and when it comes to even it's just like <sighs> that's why you're so good no, and like it's not always good. Like I started doing just like writing like like the brain dump pages if you've ever heard of that. Like no, in the morning. Oh, you just you just brain dump. You just write whatever. Yeah, what, it's yeah, like you I've write like that. a couple pages every morning of yeah. just like whatever, and it's just you do it every day, and it's putting pen to paper, and it's a process and whatever. So I've started that for a, a while now, and I've always journaled and incessantly, probably to a fault. Uh, <laughs> what, um, what do you do? You have promise with your journaling, or do you just you just write? Do you just like write about how, how your day was? I I don't know how to journal. Like, I don't know how to journal. I'm still trying to figure it out. Oh my gosh. I know that there's like uh, books that are like writing prompts that you can mm-hmm. do like, but uh, just like any fucking planner or book thing that I get, I, I don't stick with it. Yeah. Um. But I respect the process of journaling so much yeah. and I deeply want to do it, but I just don't know 
how like i i know very well like when i was younger i was like mm-hmm. today i did this today i did that mm-hmm. and then i saw this person yeah well i, I still do this. a lot of that do you <laughs> but that's good to have it does i it helps a lot with memory and, yeah. and stuff but so i did it when i was a kid i remember there was i there's a point of pride i think over like three years that i journaled every day oh wow for three years and i was like i would tell i would just i would talk about it incessantly to everybody who would listen i'd like do these elaborate like sticker journals and kind of crazy stuff and then I've just always journaled since then, maybe not always like consistently, but it's more of like a, it's a processing thing for me, like emotionally. Or like okay. So it's in, more thoughts. It's more thoughts for Putting sure. Thoughts, down. thoughts and just kind of recording what's kind of happening in my life and stuff. But in the past four years, I've done like religiously, like kind of, I call it, uh, uh, reverse agendas. Oh. And then I have like kind of calendars and then I like, I usually write just like high points every day that I've every day oh. <laughs> for like the past four years. I know what I've done. Like every day, at least roughly. Really? Yeah. And that's just like, I don't know if it's a, it was a bit of a discipline habit. If it's just kind of satisfying that I can like look back and like know all these things or kind of compare. And I don't know. You know, what's a cool thought. Are you someone who, do you have any interest in having kids at all? Yeah. Yeah. I think a cool thing is the thought of like your future kids finding. That's a horror thought. (laughs) Well, regularly. I saw, I saw a TikTok of this girl crying because she found her mom's journal. Oh, really? And her mom wrote in her journal the day before she was born. And it was oh. just like this beautiful journal entry. Okay. See that? But that, that has something nice. to do with her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Your mom didn't want to hear nine months earlier what exactly happened. Like, you wouldn't want to be crying over that. Can you if she was just like, I'm really not looking forward to this birth tomorrow. <laughs> no, can you imagine me? Like, uh, I'm going out for a date with this guy tonight. I don't really like him <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't really like him. I feel like two yeah. generations down. Sure. My grandkids could find my journals. That'd be yeah. okay. But like, I don't know about kids. Because <laughs> now I consider these podcasts journals. Yeah. And that's totally. Her- that's horrific. That's probably. That might, that's horrific. But that, might, that might be a reason why you can't journal. You might oh, be already maybe. expended all, all of your. I already do kind of like audio journals. Yeah. Kind totally. of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Maybe I should just do instead of. I mean, this podcast is not a daily podcast, but I should do like little audio journals. I could probably do that. That would be very interesting. I do have like I do have thoughts that I I want to articulate. Well, and you can even like you can even like audio to dictation like on a if you want to read it back too to have yeah, that. That's a cool function. I really like that function. Yeah, yeah I love talk. I love voice memos. Mm-hmm. I've realized this about myself. I don't actually really like texting. Mm, I like I, I like either. I like love a voice memo. I love just like phone calls with mm-hmm. people I know, with people I don't know. Yeah. Fuck that. No, I call okay. everybody now. No, Do I you really, I've leaned back into it being like, mo- cause most of the time I feel like it's, it's just more efficient. It is. Like you go back, you're like, oh, or like even like sometimes you email people in like work life and you're like, this has been going on for two weeks. This could have been a conversation of 10 minutes and it could have right. been over or yep. something. Like it's a, we're kind of coming, I feel like we're coming back in a loop towards it or like we should be because it's just like, yeah, we just talk. We have the, capability you have the capability <laughs> i like doing it with friends but yeah. people i don't know it's always very kind of it, it's, it's contextual i don't like sure. cold calling that's my thing mm. so mm-hmm. for work shit i'm not a cold caller i have a co-worker who's like from journalism school he does not care he will mm-hmm. do it um i'm that is not in my psyche to cold call someone 
Uh, I feel like it's a thing you'd get over if you just do it a ton. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I, I get such stage fright when I call people. Really? I'm one of those, like, I have to write out like what I'm going to say. Yeah. Ring, like, ring, ring. What if I bomb? <laughs> what if I bomb? But I, that's exactly the thought I have. And like, even if it's just like, I don't know why making doctor's appointments to me is always so nerve wracking. Yeah, I don't, I I don't do know what that. it is. I do hate I can't that. seem to make it happen. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, and most of the time that I see my doctor, it's on the phone. Um, mm. I'm always like so nervous for that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just see her in person. But totally. she's just easy, more available on the phone. Well, isn't there like, there's like a certain amount of fatigue that they, people have like registered since the pandemic about the, like the amount of Zoom and like phone yeah. call and lack of actual human interaction when it comes to just like day-to-day things that people have yeah. people moved we, off. Like we don't have to do that anymore. We <laughs> don't have to do and But and it's like, oh, but. <laughs> you still can and there's still value in it. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. People don't want to. Do that. That's why I fucking hate remote podcasts. Like yeah. you'll notice, I just don't really do yeah. them. I did. I think my episode two hundred one um, was remote, and that was because I really wanted to talk to my friend Lauren, who's mm-hmm. in Montreal. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna make this happen because I love the person." Totally. But generally speaking, I will stay away from remote interviews, yeah. especially if I don't know them. Yeah, that's oof, what an awkward podcast. Totally. Well, I mean, like you can get into it. Like, there's there's energies at play right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's energies. Yeah. There's like, I mean, even like at like like a cellular level, you could say like people yeah. learn like biologically, just like. Oh, what does this place smell like? What is this like? What's the feeling? What's the temperature? Like, there's it's we're all on the same, literally the same level of like in the being in the same room, you know? Yeah, you cannot beat just like an in person conversation. No, which is why um, like you mentioned, like not really dating and not really doing that. Like, I'm trying to do that right now, and just the the texting conversations with men are so boring, oh, yeah. and it's making me just want to rage quit and not do yeah. it. Have you have you just t- said to them like I'm not a big texter? I did, yeah. I, t- I, I was t- yeah. a cool kind of more chill. Like <laughs> I'm not that chatty. Like over text, like can't mm-hmm. wait, can't wait for Tuesday night. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he threw back to me, "Well, uh, where do you want to go?" And <laughs> and I sent that to all my. What few- do you want? And I sent that to all and Maggie. Uh, oh, is it? I know it's not Etsy. I always want to say Etsy. What's Maggie's last name? And and Easy. Matt, I was texting with uh, Maggie about it because mm-hmm. she was like, I was like, am I insane to be icked off by men who are ask you out and then ask you what you want to do? And she's like, no, it's infuriating. <laughs> and I was like, okay, good. Yeah. Because I, I'm like, if, ask a girl out, you know, maybe find out what area of town she lives in mm-hmm. and pick a place. I would it's say such a hot- Oh yeah, because as a dude, the first thing you want to do before your first date is, hey, where do you live? <laughs> I would You fucking psychopath. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> listen, I appreciate that as someone who doesn't have a car. A region. A, re- he, a region. If That's he picked like a place out in Dartmouth Crossing or yeah. something for dinner, like I would hate that. Yeah. A region, I think, is definitely thing. If a any, region. Yeah. If anything, even asking the question, what would you what would you hate to do? Like if like just it yeah. takes that one thing, but it's like, how many options do you have? Like dinner? Yeah. Talk, movie, coffee, whatever. Like, I always suggest coffee or, or drink. drinks. Yeah. Because I feel like it's such a low stake yeah, date. Totally. He was the one who suggested dinner, but sure. then did not know where. And I just, just men listening to this, there's nothing hotter than someone who can make a plan. Just make a plan. Totally. Just give us a plan. We don't want extra work. We subscribe just, to gender roles here in yes, that world, which I do. get. But sometimes people don't. And there is a, yeah, that's and true. we are, I think, I think there's a little bit of leeway maybe that I've kind of given in this day and age because of like, like whatever, I don't know, pushbacks on like what women should do and what men should do and what expectations we have for either of them yeah. in the relationships. You kind of have to make that known a little bit. 
or like sure. try to to put that out there being like hey i really appreciated it if guys take the initiative to do something like this you're like i like that kind of yeah. expectation going into like yeah because and you're right because people are mind readers and everyone's trying yeah. their best probably exactly. and that's the thing like i had so many messages say being like just just bail on this guy screw this guy and i was like no i'm gonna give him a chance not everyone like you know dating's great. fucking brutal yeah. everyone's trying yeah. and i'm not judging i just i get the ick very easily yeah i do too very are, easily are you excited about the date though not anymore <laughs> not anymore Really? I, okay, but okay, but going back, just like cut out what happened with the texting. What were the, your initial like feelings? Um, I mean, I don't love the idea of a dinner date. Um, so that stresses me out. Why? Um, because I have IBS. Okay, fair. Eating is just generally not fun for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I eat to survive, not yeah. to have fun. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. Well, that's that's the thing. You then, if he had asked you, what do you want? Right. You just say, I would prefer not a dinner date. I know, and I should have, but I, but here's the other thing. He asked Amanda, you what you wanted. But, but here's a man. <laughs> but here's the thing, Amanda. He like I I followed up about the date, uh-huh. and he he said actually I said if you want to grab a drink, I think I said drink, mm-hmm. and then he was the one who came back with supper, and then I went in my head being my stupid brain. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's sober. Maybe he doesn't want to drink. That's true. Yeah. Maybe like and so and then I went. You got to be more open, Sarah. You got to just embrace whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just go on the goddamn dinner date and stop being a diva. Mm-hmm. And so I said yes to it. Um, but I'm never excited for a date ever. I don't know who is. I don't know who would ever be excited for that idea. Yeah. If I liked someone, if we were like seeing each other for a bit, then I would be excited. But I don't know if I like this guy yet. I have a bad, I have, I have a different way in that the only reason I'm excited for most dates that I go on, I was like, I'm getting attention. <laughs> And it's like I thought you were gonna say free food. <laughs> Hopefully I mean, not too. I mean sometimes, but honestly, I like I like I've only realized that recently. Being like after a date, I'm like, why was that okay? I was like, oh yeah, because he laughed at all my jokes. He wasn't interesting at all, <laughs> or something. <laughs> but it's like that's why I try to go into like I'm going to be with a person and we're going to talk and I get to talk about myself for this however amount of time. Yeah. Well, and I, hopefully he, he makes himself interesting enough in that time period that I'll want to do it again. I always <laughs> see it as just. This is just an opportunity to meet a new person in the world. Yeah. Make it fun. Mm -hmm. I treat it kind of like a podcast. You're just talking to someone to get to know them. Totally. Um, And I like to think that I will make any date good as long as they're not horrific. If they're not like a horrific person, I will make sure good conversation is had. Yeah. But I hate, there's something I hate more than when, like, when a guy is like, so what are you looking for? Like, right out the gate, mm. they want to know what you're looking for. And it's yeah. just like, we're just meeting each other right now. Totally. Why are we putting all this pressure yeah. on this, like, one date? Yeah. We should just take it way less seriously, in yeah. my opinion. There is a balance of that and stuff. But I feel like in certain cases with you, it's like, if you want, if you communicate a little bit about like I don't love eating or I don't want to like I might not eat as much on this date or like I might that's not what I'm it might go a long way if I just start doing that eh? yeah yeah yo imagine next time you're like drinks and they're like supper you go paintballing (laughs) just like throw something ridiculous back at truly well what I what I wanted to do because the first I've had three chicks I have three, I've had three icks with this guy in total and we haven't even gone out yet which one was the the hey beautiful text you hated that despise would you rather be called hey sexy i, I would rather being upset about uh, i would rather the terminology <laughs> ones <laughs> i don't like hey beautiful there's something it's pick a lo- pickup artisty about it yeah i get that you also haven't earned that beautiful you have not earned that beautiful yet you, you haven't don't earn that beautiful folks. so you need to you need to be like in 
You need to be in good with someone before you call them beautiful? I mean, in that way, he saw me for five minutes at a speed dating event. Yeah. It does seem pick pick up artist. And it's just too soon. It's too soon. It's it's too familiar. Yeah. That's the thing. Didn't like that. Do you hate pet names in general at the beginning? Not pet pet names, but uh, names of like... Like endearment, I get, I don't really know how yeah. to say that. You know when you like go to a store and like an old deli and it's like an old lady and she's always like, "Hi dear, hi I love." Yeah, those I guys. hate. You I don't like hate that. those. Not with a romantic prospect. <gasps> you know what fair. I do love, and I hate here's those, the I hate thing. Those old ladies. Here's the thing. I'm. T- I'm, I'm <laughs> I hate am em. that old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that from like a platonic situation, yeah. but when it's a romantic situation, like I like a hey you, I like that. Hey, hey you. I, I, I do I like a hey you. Have you heard of the uh, TV show called You? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have. And I freaking love it. And that could be why. That could be why I love it. But yeah, no, I just don't, I don't like over, it uh, sounds fucking insane to say, as someone who does want compliments, I want to be desired for sure. Mm-hmm. But just right out the gate, hey, beautiful. I just, I just picture him, hey, beautiful. Like yeah, I just, it hate, feels it, schmoozy. It feels schmoozy and ugh. And then like, and then the second ick was the, um, uh, constant check-ins every single day. How's your day? Yeah. How's your day? How's your day? Today, I really wanted to throw him a curveball and just say something like, it was pretty good. How do you like to fuck? Like, <laughs> you honestly should have just said it was terrible and like listed a lot <gasps> of things. That's what I should have said. You should have just like, I don't know, answer. <laughs> <laughs> and then just end it with, just end it with you. <laughs> what about you? You just launch into your family traumatic history and then be like, this is why this is happening. And like, what's going on with you there, buddy? <laughs> I do actually really believe I'm in being though. fully yourself. Yeah. Right away. Totally. Um, like maybe not everything, like maybe not super, super deep things, mm-hmm. but like I'm, you know, on this date, I'm going to talk about how I've been staying up all night watching live streams of yeah. Taylor Swift's concert. I'm going to be honest about that. Totally. This is what I do uh, up till 3am watching a concert on my phone. Uh, you know, maybe I'll leave the, the, the credit card debt for another date, <laughs> but like things like that, like just being like very honest about like. Yeah who you are and like where you are in life Absolutely. because like we don't, we don't want to be wasting time here. No, no, no. I get that completely. So do you go on a lot of date dates? Let's see. I'm trying to think in the past year. Are you as bad as me? Not a lot in the past year. I've probably gone on six dates in the past. That's pretty good. In 2021, 2022. That, yeah, maybe in 2020. What are you? Actually, no, no, no. That's actually pretty good because, Six. No, actually, I, that's actually beaten a little high. Maybe, maybe, maybe four. That's four. not bad. I for me, it's like one or two. I really yeah. don't go on a lot of dates. I stopped dating actually entirely more when I started doing comedy too. Yeah, that's a true. lot more. Well, it's I hard hate, to do, huh? You started dating more after comedy. No less. Oh, okay. I stopped. I stopped a lot because your evenings are are full. No, it was more just like <laughs> you'd rather be at nobody's a, interesting anymore. Oh, <laughs> no, that's I, just in general. That was there like, you go. That was like I don't know. I feel like. Some people can relate in I can in comedy that. being like yeah. hanging out with people who aren't comedians who go on stage and tell jokes. There's a different vibe and you have totally a different expectation. Vibe. And like, it's definitely not healthy what we're doing all the time. And we're like, <laughs> 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 but at the same time, like I just got very, I like was bored by everybody yes. for so long. And then That's so real. And then, and then, and then I've been asked out a few times since doing comedy after shows. And I hate that too. Like, I don't think I can ever been asked out after shows yeah I hate oh that so no way much. i've never been asked out after a show 
I hate it though. It's yeah. bad because it's the weirdest. It's like it's people have this persona and idea of you, and they think about it, and then they're like, "Ooh, I want that," and you're. And it's, it's just like, like you're performing. Yeah, yeah, I was performing. It's like I don't want somebody to see me do comedy and then have ex- have like try to get to know me after that. From that, it's like meet it's me like on how, a different level. They literally <laughs> approach you after you're off. No, the I had stage. like a few DMs. Oh, DMs. Yeah. So, so followed. You, you had a, a man who had the name of a jar. <laughs> What? Well, can we tell Actually, this story? Yeah, can this, we- was, oh, let's this hear was after it. Sunday sesh, like maybe a couple months ago. <laughs> and this dude came up, like just well. First of all, I saw him in the crowd. He's like by himself, just like sitting there, like. And uh, it's and a great came- impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he came up. I don't even know what he said at first, but he oh, he basically he came up and he asked me. He told me his name. He's like, "Hi, my name's Mason. Like the jar." <laughs> and God. then okay, but then he proceeds to ask me what my name is. I just got off stage and he's theoretically having been watched me for 10 minutes. And I've said either my name once or twice, had my name said three or four times. He said, what's your, here's your name, Brittany. That's what he said. He like, I think he was like, is that an egg? Is I think that's an egg. That is an egg. Anyways. And I was like, I was stunned. And he just kept talking and talking. And he was telling me about, I don't even know what he's saying, but. It was awful. Okay, the craziest part about this story. <laughs> what is it? Crazy. Oh, you know him. Oh, dog. So <laughs> after this, so I'm sitting there just like watching the show, and Amanda runs over to me, flustered. She goes, "I think some dude just negged me." And I was like, "What?" She's like, "Do you know what negging is?" I was like, "Oh, dog. I lived in a, with a guy in university, and his buddy came down from Halifax, and he taught us all what it was, and it was the craziest shit ever." And so Amanda and I laughed, bought it, and then I walked out. And the dude who came to my university and taught everybody about negging was negging Amanda. <laughs> he did a free seminar what? at a fucking in a frat house, essentially. And then has been using the tricks for 13 yeah. years on Amanda. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. He, he what are the like, fucking he was, chances? He was, he was like a buddy of a buddy who showed up to party yeah. for a weekend, and this is his personality. Yeah. So everybody oh like found God. out what it was. And then we saw it live Wild. not work on it Amanda. Stunningly. I'm super horrific. glad I did zero. Zero things with that information. Holy shit. That's wild. Yeah, it's funny. And he was trying to tell me about a mad TV documentary he was watching. Yeah. Like he was telling me about this documentary. We were at a show. He was yelling in my ear about it. And I'm like, shut the fuck I don't understand <laughs> the it lack totally of is. etiquette. Do yeah. people not realize that we're annoyed by stuff like this? Yeah. Oh, I, I show it very clearly. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> but this guy obviously was in a different world. <laughs> so these guys that ask you in the DMs, like, how do you respond to that? Um, okay. Well, the thing is, I ignore most of them. <laughs> I love that. I <laughs> because, mean, why not? Yeah. Because they, do it. they go to my requests and, yeah. you, and you don't have, you can accept it or not. And so I just see it and I'm like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't see it. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Yeah. Sorry, I saw it. That's a, that's <laughs> well, I wish it was like MSN or MSN Messenger. Did I just say that? I meant to say Facebook Messenger. I wish Messenger. it was like MSN Messenger. Messenger. <laughs> um, on Facebook Messenger, if you, on iPhone at least, I don't know how it is for Android, if you mm. just hold the message with your thumb, mm. you can preview it before opening it. Okay. Yeah, I think there's something. And I wish, something like that. I wish Instagram had that function. I think like on a, on a notification, like on your or like a yeah, like a message. Yeah, I think sometimes Instagram message. Yeah, there's, there's there's versions of that. There's versions of like settings. I don't know. Yeah, I think one of I don't know. Do you do you get uncomfortable turning people down? No, I do it so often. <laughs> <laughs> I say no more, way more than I say yes. 
I think I, I've actually tried to say yes more. But oh yeah, well that's what I'm trying to do now. Saying no or getting shut down shouldn't be that big of a deal too. Like it's like I think it's the main reason why I hate dating because yeah. I despise rejecting people. Really despise it. I hate. Well, it's it. not great. I hate but it. It's I'd just, like to avoid it if I can. Well, I, yeah, but you just I don't. It's part of life. You're offering me something. I don't want it. Say no. Fair. Yeah, I mean, that's a great way to look at it. That's really all it is. Do yeah. you want this cookie? Yeah. Nah. I don't. I'm not an I'm not a, into oatmeal raisin. Yeah, objectify men like a cookie. Yeah. They're like cookies. <laughs> Object permanence. <laughs> uh, maybe don't put this in, Sarah, but like the reason, like the, the date on Tuesday, I'm like, I'm kind of excited because if if I'm not feeling it, mm-hmm. I have a great out. He's a single dad. I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> But and now he heard that. No, she said maybe put, don't put I'm, this in. I'm probably going to cut that. I but, mean, but if, are you ready said, if you do like him? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I have a bit right now that I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. that's that's essentially like uh, in an ideal world, I would have a practice boyfriend. Because mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, I think I would be open to like dating someone with a kid if I if I really, 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 really liked them. Mm-hmm. But it's also a lot of pressure. And like, I haven't been in a relationship in 11 years. Yeah. So like, I, I want like a practice boyfriend, like kind of yeah. like a no, low risk, well, you know, short term. It could be anybody. Like could be could be anyone. Just kind of like see someone casually for a bit first. But do it. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a scary thing getting back into dating after oh, 11 course. years. It's terrifying. Time. But what if it's great? Sorry, I'm turning into Brene Brown. What, what if, if it's, it's good? What if, <laughs> what if it's your dream? It's everything you could have wanted. What if 10 years down the line, you are happy? <laughs> what if? What if the universe is conspiring for you? Oh, my God. The universe the universe doesn't care about us. Eh, probably not. You know? But if you, what if you believe that it does? Mm. You can believe whatever the hell you want. Yeah, that's true. I get fed so much of that like self love stuff or like manifesting like, and I don't know if I believe it. I don't think I believe it, but I do I think I that if it. you, if there's this thing I have in my head that's like, okay, you ever have that where you hear a word or like and a topic and you're like, oh man, I just keep hearing that around me, like it just keeps coming up, and it's have you ever had that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like it's just because you've suddenly been keyed into it like for whatever reason for whatever reason it's not the universe but it's you've been keyed into it so if you key into something like i'm gonna date i'm gonna find somebody i'm gonna do it like that's what i think is at the root of like manifesting it's like it's just you're just focusing on something a little bit and you're like you're more likely to make things happen or have things collide in that path because of that all of a sudden you're focusing on it because of that perspective Ah, yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the whole it's the whole um if you drive a red Honda Civic, mm-hmm. you're going to see more red Honda yeah, Civics. Exactly. If you drive a blue Volkswagen, you're going to see more blue Volkswagens. Yeah. It's because ah. you're looking for it because that's what you're familiar with. Yeah. And then it just brings it to your forefront constantly. Yeah. So I think that's I think amazing. there is like I, I obviously like hated the idea of like whatever the secret is or manifesting yeah. and all that. For Yeah, of course. It was popular. Do you think I liked it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course I hated it. Literally on my bookshelf. <laughs> I've I've been the one that bought that book. But you said buying that. in, but I buy into all of that, but I never really buy it. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. buy it, but I don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't return sense. it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, but I think that there obviously is something. In, yeah. in that somewhere, and it's just like, oh, if I'm, I don't know, what is it? Like if you just pretend to smile, I've heard that you're like, oh, you could feel better. 
Like if yeah, you just put a smile on, you eventually could trick your brain. Like it's just like habits and tricking your brain and like you're just trying to trick yourself the yeah, whole day, every a, day. That's a lot of tricks. <laughs> yeah, so stop being mad when I tell you to smile more. <laughs> I've been trying to trick me. <laughs> As, uh, I will trick myself because I am a strong, independent woman. <laughs> As a podcast producer, I will tell people when they're talking into a mic to smile because like, yeah. it just makes their like voice sound warmer. Totally. And I always feel so like, just smile. Like I, I, I hate telling people that, but there is something to it. it Do you feel better your when you're voice, podcasting because you're smiling all the time? <laughs> my like mouth is in a constant frown. Like no, I... You don't? No. It feels like it's, I, I am trying to smile more just for, and on stage specifically, because mm. my fucking stand-up photos, I look so pissed all the goddamn Business. time. <laughs> There's very rare photos of me doing stand-up where I'm smiling. <laughs> and that was one thing about you. You take really cute stand-up pictures. It always looks like you're yes. like, you're never like in the middle of, like you're just like kind of posing. I'm maniacally like. cackling at all points. So <laughs> if you catch a point in that, then it's going to be good. <laughs> your stand-up pictures are good thank you i feel like i feel like it's just a tricky it's a tricky thing to photograph but um mm-hmm. um wonderful so we have one last segment okay um it's at the end because like it might get us canceled maybe well you not me you're the one saying that um what is your unpopular opinion don't hate me for this but it's time for unpopular opinion I had one recently, and I don't know if I still stand by it, but I think it's an interesting thing still. I think that way more people lie about the fact that they like the taste of beer. Yeah. I do believe that a lot of people do enjoy it, but I think there's a high proportion of people lying a lot about it. About about actually enjoying it. Like I can, you can drink water and it's just like, yeah, this is fine. And it's getting the job done. And I think a lot of people look at beer or like some points of alcohol like that, but beer primarily, I would say, because it's like, cool, it's chill. I'm a chill girl. I like beer. I'm a cool chill girl. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I just, I think, and I think some people really do enjoy it and like make it and like seek it out and go for the flavors. But also I think so many people lie about it. I actually kind of recently realized I don't know if I even like the taste of coffee. I love coffee. I drink it all the time. I think I, I could fit in the same thing. I, I had the moment recently where I really like thought about what I was tasting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I get why people don't like coffee. Yeah. It's bitter. It's, yeah, it's kind of gross. Well, it's not. They're in a similar vein. They're both kind of like similar, bitter things. Yeah. And theoretically, you like bitter things more when you get older and like. Yeah. Because it's a strong flavor. <laughs> but beer is a cool girl trait. I'm going to have a beer with one of the boys. Yeah. I'm just one of the guys. I'm having a beer. I'm cool. And also in health act specifically, there's so many craft breweries yeah, yeah. that it is such a fucking part of the zeitgeist here. Yeah. Also, I love the word zeitgeist. Love the word I've zeitgeist. been using it so much lately. Love it. Zeitgeist. It's part of the zeitgeist. I don't even know if I'm using it correctly. I think I, <laughs> I think that I am. It's like part of the zeitgeist in Halifax yeah. to like like beer, go yeah. get a beer. You want to every day does want to go grab a beer. Yeah. Um, I am not a beer person. I've mm-hmm. been very open and honest about that. That's good. It makes me bloated. I don't know how hot all these hot bitches are drinking beers without a stomach that looks like they're pregnant. 
See, the thing is, I think I, the reason I have that opinion is because it's a, something also another fault of mine that I project a lot. I project so <laughs> much. I'm like, I think this, so this is the truth and everybody thinks it and this is what's happening. All the time, for years. I've gotten a little bit better about it, but I think that's a real projection because I do, I've enjoyed some beers here and there, but I was like, most of the time I'm like, I'm getting beers and I don't enjoy this. I don't right? know why I'm doing it. And I've, like, I'm going to stop now. I, they, I like pop. Yes. <laughs> so <Yeah>. much. <laughs> I love yes, it. Pop. I love sugar. I haven't been digging the I keep forgetting. I for, keep forgetting about the bell. It's like positive reinforcement. It's like oh, yes, cute. yes, I agree. Pop. Love, love, but love. I also like. I'm pretty shameless in that. Like, I'll just be like, I don't drink beer. Can we go somewhere that has vodka? Yeah, just vodka soda. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's what yeah. I can drink comfortably. Um, I hate suffering through beers. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah, don't, that's in general, just don't do what you don't want. Like, don't do what you don't want to do. This was on the last podcast too, what really? we talked about. Yeah, you got to do what you fucking want. Yeah. And the sooner you can get to that era of your life, the yeah. better. Yeah. You know, because I know 20s was not it for me. I was like <laughs> stuffing myself into tight dresses and yeah. uncomfortable clothes and all that. Fuck that. We were talking about comfort when you came in. Yeah. I'm all about comfort now. That's great. Yeah, me too. For sure. I've like, I feel like I've gone through my own renaissance. I think for a long time I was telling myself that I was only doing what I wanted to do, but I think that became like a personality trait. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like unhealthy. Yeah. And then I was like, but what do I want? (laughs) (laughs) What do I want? Um, So I don't know. I think I'm doing better at that now. That's good. Everyone should, should lean into that. Only do it if you really want to do it, if it sparks joy or whatever the fuck it. Yeah. Oh. I am joy. not a minimalist, so that's <laughs> I literally actually that was one of the I I had that written down yeah. as an assumption, but I skipped over it because as we were talking, I was like, I don't think she is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alice that out right I don't away. I, I think I just assume I think I have this weird assumption with like people who are like travelers or explorers. Oh yeah. That like they don't have a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of things in storage and I have oh. way too I had way too much stuff in my car that I did not need to bring. Just like crazy stuff. But I am always like Okay, there's two parts of me. I'm trying always to seek towards, I would love to be a minimalist. I'd love, it'd be so cool. I think it'd be so nice. But I know that like having a lot of stuff brings me a lot of joy. So I know that now. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I like having a lot of stuff, but I also move every like two years. And so I'm it's not efficient. Here. And it's not efficient. And I, But that's another thing is I like to do things that are very difficult and challenging. And so I was like, I'm just going to be a maximalist with a lot of things and keep moving and packing and being terrible at it. But I keep doing it. And it's a challenge every time. Yeah. <laughs> to pack everything. That's wild. Like, what kind yeah. of things do you have that... Uh, do you have like like are you like a knickknack person? Oh, big knickknack. Love a knickknack. Big, big knickknack. Toys. Books. I keep I keep stupid stuff. Like I'm a, I keep like crazy things. Oh, from, really? Like, like, st- tiny shitty little things or like tickets or like papers or like oh, but that's kind of nice. that I find like I have rocks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> What would be rocks? <laughs> things like that. Like stupid things or like, yeah, I don't know. But the, you put sentimental value into them. And that's yeah. why you keep them around. Yeah, everything's yeah, yeah, sentimental. Yeah. All my things are sentimental. Well, and then I good. have a lot of clothes too. Like oh, clothes are just, it's so easy to accumulate so clothes. Easy. It's so easy. a fucking mountain. Um, oh my gosh, I think we've come to the end. That's the end? I think we've come to the end, unless there's anything else you want to pop off about. This was like a treat getting to know you, though. Oh, is it an absolute treat to yeah. be here? Yeah, oh. I, I know so much more about you now, and yeah. like, makes total sense that you're a Libra. <laughs> but I, I love it. You hear that, Otter? <laughs> but I love Libras. I don't know who should be more offended by that, me no. or you. No, I, I, love Libras. I, I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love Libra women and men, so. Yeah. 
We love you as a collective. You. Yeah. I can speak for all Libras. That's how it works. <laughs> you can just do it. All Libras love Sarah. <laughs> or Pisces, Taurus, Rising. Mm. Um, awesome. Well, Amanda, where can people find you, follow you? Mm, Stay up to date with what you're doing. You can follow me on my Instagram, which is funny because I. <laughs> I also love your Instagram name. I need to. Okay, actually, actually, sorry. Before you plug your Instagram handle, actually plug it. Plug what it. Is it. My Instagram handle is ah dot potato, a w dot potato. Why are you listed as a grocery store? Because <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, but I also. <laughs> I was like choosing. Okay, I like changed my Instagram, and I was like, I want to be like a business. I want to make it more professional. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, look at all these options of what you can choose. Nobody, you can do whatever you want. You can put whatever you want. Nobody, literally checking. anything. Yeah. yeah. And then I went through a phase, and I still do. I love grocery shopping so much. I love leisurely oh. grocery. I love going and like at like lo- not busy times and just taking so much time. Yeah. And grocery shopping. I, love I like it. taking my time with grocery shopping. Yeah. I hate a rush trip. Yeah. yeah. And I love making like a list. I love seeing people's lists. I love seeing people. I just love the whole thing. Yeah. And so I just saw a grocery store. I thought that was funny. That's so fucking funny. And then actually it's funny because a, a, a comic friend of mine in Kelowna, uh, who, he like messaged me one day. He's like, dude, you're a grocery store too. <laughs> 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 and we both simultaneously chosen that. Tyler I want to choose it. something now. Should I choose something? Yeah, you could definitely do it. I, I think I have digital creator right now. Yeah, it's too. That's too. Uh, that's too far. Too fucking real. Okay, let's see. Edit profile. What are my choices? Uh, you should be a pharmacist and just share your meds. <laughs> Gamer, restaurant, grocery store. Oh, you could be a restaurant so people can eat out. Oh, finally. I could be a a lot of cats here. I could be a community. I kind of like that idea. A community. You got enough personalities in there, right? (laughs) (laughs) Musician or band? No. I love that, though. The uh, potato grocery store. Yeah. And I also love it because potato is in your username. How did you come up with uh, potato? Uh, so potato, uh, has been my favorite food since I was a child. So Aww. much so <laughs> that I wanted to work at Wendy's when I was a kid. I was like, Aww. my dream job was because I love, I would eat their baked potatoes all the time. And then I grew up and I was like, oh, you can just get it any other, literally any other job and buy potatoes. Cause they're like dirt cheap. Um, <laughs> oh my God. No, they're the best. And they're the great. They're the greatest. I still, and I still stand by it. I think it's still my favorite food. You- and so I just thought it was funny years ago, potato and my last name starts with W. So I did a W and then I was like, ah, potato. There you go. I was wondering if Amber, if I called you Amber again. <laughs> You're Amber now. You are Amber. I was wondering if Rose, like, I was pretty convinced that it was a middle name. Yeah, it's my middle name. Middle name? Okay. Gotcha. I've been haunted. I actually have, I was at, a, I did a show once in Victoria and I'm pretty sure dude called me Amber. Actually, in my intro. You kind of look like an Amber. That's <sighs> I'm going to do it to you and say no, no that's, next week. <laughs> but that's a, that's a hot girl name. Is it though? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Amber? Yeah. Yeah, it's a okay, I mean, hot girl hooker. Hot. <laughs> I don't unless, know. Unless it's um, I would've been terrified. What's by every that Amber I've known? They're terrifying. That Amber that was recently with Giant Depp. And, Amber Heard. Okay, she's kind of ruined Amber's a bit. Maybe I'm terrified. Every Amber I've ever heard of is terrifying. Really? Can can yep. In Otter, he uh. He oh, are you nodding that. over there, Otter? Oh, I 100 agree. Yeah. What are okay? So what are the other crazy girl names? There's Amber. I don't like. Okay, I don't like. I don't like subscribing to like crazy. Name, to or no okay. no no no. Women are crazy. I think I'm crazy. 
Don't let let, let the record show. I do agree that <laughs> as a rule, there's exceptions. Whatever. Um, name bias is not cool though. Name bias. I don't know. I think it's like. It's just like astrology sign bias kind of silly. Astrology has more merit than name bias. <laughs> oh, do you think? I think so. Do you, I do. Are, are you you like, uh, like maybe you're not like a super, super duper fan of astrology, but you like. I think that there's enough. I think that there's enough things that times of the year, just in general. Yeah. Uh, like if you're born in the summer versus the winter, it changes things about how your cells and genetics and like immune systems are changed. So why couldn't it be slight differences based off of throughout the year? The astrology side. Yep. yep I don't yep, know. Yep, yep. And I don't think it's like all be all end all, but I think there's enough of a difference. So then I lean into the rest for fun. Yeah. 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 It's just fun. It's just fun. Everyone. It's just fun. It's all a game where nobody's nobody's getting out alive. Men need to just relax. Especially, especially not Otter. He's going faster. And, and, and the thing is, guys, the thing is, men out there, the more you know about astrology, um, have that knowledge. Keep it like M. Don't like be so outwardly like about astrology. Oh, just yeah. be indifferent. But then you can throw in something like you can say like North Node. Or like and if you're like with a hot astrology girl, she'll probably like love that. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. So like, it's only going well, to it's only going to work in your favor. Girl's gonna like it if he knows what that means. Now, dudes are just gonna walk around saying North Node. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I don't. Gonna be like, oh, he's a lunatic. Dude, no, like whatever the <laughs> hell you like, like, like whatever, whatever the, hell. the hell you like. I don't like if you care mm, if you just yeah. like are indifferent about it or if you love it, which I don't. Yeah, I don't love. You're you're kind of in the middle. You're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually like that stance. I'll lean like into it, stance. and then I'll pop out of everything. Okay, that's dumb. Yeah, I just I just feel like there's too many. I take I, advantage I could, of astrology. I could use so many examples of people that are just like their sign, but yeah, exactly. But also, it's I think a lot of the signs could be applied to anybody. Totally. I, I also very much so see that. Yeah. So it's, it's like, does it resonate with you? Does it? Yeah, that's what they say in tarot card readings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. You can take it or leave it, and that's it's the same thing with like manifesting and that kind of thing. It's like you just lean into it, and then it could be maybe self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Maybe that's what some of astrology is. That really, yeah, very much so. Could be it. That could be it. Could be it, folks. That's our lesson in astrology today on Intoxicated. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Um, so follow Amanda, uh, dot potato. Yeah, super simple. <laughs> on Instagram. Keep up with her adventures. And also, like, if you're in Halifax, go see this gal live. She's very, very fucking funny. You're going places only a year in. Crushing it. Oh, thank you. One last question before you go. Do you have, like, a comedy goal? This being this new in and already, like, have done so much? Have I done much? I don't know. You've done, you've, you've done competition. I'd love to do. You've I'd done... love to do a recording one day. I oh, know. there we go. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I think. Of course, everybody wants to do that. Everyone wants to do a recording. Oh, also, do a recording. If I do that, uh, Otter does not want to do a recording. <laughs> yeah. Otter um, believes in everybody but himself. <laughs> that's my go-to. That's so funny. That's so true. Yeah. Um, if you guys are listening to this when the episode comes out on Friday, you can see. If it's not sold out, Amanda at the roast battle. And Brian Otter. At the and Brian battle. Otter, which I only, I had no idea you were competing, Brian, until <laughs> today. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to yeah. talk off the mic. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Amanda, for doing this. Oh, thank you, Sarah. It was a treat to get to know you, and you can end the episode with a bell ring. Bang. Bang. Hopefully I didn't come too late. It's Thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan and brought to you by the messiness of life. Oh, everybody's depressed. Next subject.